Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Deadlands Hunter Society. I'm John, the executive producer here at Final Show Films, and the game master for the evening. And with me today is the uh, post traumatic stress disordered Holly. What now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Holly. I'm playing uh, Gilda. I am a what am I? I'm a dwarf. Um, Gunslinger, adept, that too. And the explosive Austin. Hello, I am Matisse Dubois, explosives demolitions expert, French nationalist, and ruggedly handsome troll. <laughs> and the mechanical mechanic William. I'm William, and I am playing Catmus Stonebeard, the dwarven rigger who can't quite d- decide yet if he's Scottish or Swedish. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of both. And America Thulu. <laughs> I'm America Thulu. Some some have formerly called me Zach, but I'm America Thulu, and I'm a I'm playing Casio Montag, art enthusiast and the diplomat for the party, historian person. Yeah. And finally, the man with too much money and not enough sense, Stan. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to play an elf uh, magician named uh, Ian. We'll see how that goes. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> And guest appearing, me from 30 Seconds in the Past, on William's phone. There we go. <laughs> I'm trying to pull the stream off, and my phone is like, nope, nope, we're not going to be quiet now. <laughs> All right, so, when last we left our protagonists, they got back to the Deadlands, and they formally uh, acquitted themselves as the Outrigger Team 17, um, the 17th team of Outriggers uh, at the Deadlands, uh, uh, previous ones potentially having died or been eaten by radioactive dragons, and there's a spider hovering right above my head. Really? Oh, cool. That's not a spider. That's a piece of dust. No, it was a spider. No, it, was From a cobweb. it had legs. It was oh, like it? a baby spider. It was something small. It oh, was, was had spiders? legs. He killed uh, a little baby. I murdered it. I'm a monster. And I'm in charge of this ride. So. <laughs> I'm in charge Surprise of this ride. Attack. And I'm a monster. Uh, also, there's a lot of stomping going upstairs. I, I feel like that's actually my child, because he's been really bouncy and, like, lungy today. Lungy? Lungy? Lungy. Okay, fencing. He's that. been, like, lunging. Please take yeah, the sword like away from your child. He's he not even a year old yet. On the you cat have early. to learn. Not that early. Yeah. Gabriel can't seven. even lift a sword yet. Come Wait, on. He's seven and his joints are better. So what you're saying is he doesn't even lift. Well. He loves to teeth on his little plastic knife we got him. So does Gabriel. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, so, they had officially been formed into Outrigger Squad number 17. Uh, and with the information uh, provided by uh, Cadmus that they had found the location of a manufactorum that still had a fabricator unit uh, in Germany, specifically. Uh, and so with plans to uh, run out and retrieve this fabrication unit, potentially uh, under hostile fire... Uh, they sort of took the day to rest, recuperate, and to build things. Um, our newest addition to the Deadlands, um, Matisse finished building his motorcycle, and Cadmus set about converting the uh, the uh, hover truck that they had found into more of a hover SUV. Um, 
And actually, that's where we're going to pick up. So you had just you, you finished yesterday. You had your conversation with uh, with uh, Gilda after she was healed by the doctor. Yeah, uh, Doctor Zap- Doctor Zapiata, which whose name I need to write down so I don't forget. Um, and uh, you went back to bed to sleep because you've been working all day, and you you asked Derek to stop by in the morning to help you. Uh, so by the time you're awake and ready to go, Derek's already there, uh, plugged into one of the hover units, one of the, one of the actual, uh, emitters, uh, and is typing away on his deck. Uh, right. You're here early. Better to get this done sooner than later. Oh, I appreciate it. Let me get the coding done by someone who knows the way around it. Well, you appreciate it more after this. And he hits a button and the uh, repulsor <laughs> just starts hovering. And done. Alright, you should be able to just hook this into your vehicle. It should work with the instruments that you already have. Perfect. Hopefully, with this manufacturer, I'll be able to put together a drone rig and have someone stab it into my skull. Yeah, well. Um, while you're operating this, be aware that each of the repulsors is independently powered and operated, so you can disengage engage individually as you need. Um, be careful not to accidentally disengage only one of them when you're landing, otherwise you might spin out. Aye. I mentioned spinning out would be a problem on a vehicle with literally no traction. Yeah. It would be. Because <laughs> all of a sudden, so you're hovering like this, this one goes down, and you just go... <laughs> Uncomfortable. Let's not well, find out. That's why hovercrafts are a bad idea. <laughs> I mean, because on, on, I mean, on, on a, in a car on ice, when you lose control, there's nothing you can do about it. Uh, being in air, you have even less to do with it. You're, you're not even slowing down. You would, it would feel yeah. fun until you got thrown free. <laughs> well, it depends on what's in the air. If you're in a crowded area, no, it's not, it's not, it's not oh, no. fun at all. It's just, yeah. and it's spinning like a top and you go flying. <laughs> all right. Well, let's all get on this uh, floating death trap. Oh, sure. I actually, I still need to speak with people that handle guns, because we're not taking an unarmed hover truck into the wasteland. You don't think? Oh, yes, put giant propulsion cannons on it so it can fly out even more. That's a great idea. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so the... the, Would you rather... So, tell me, would you rather have the excess force from a machine gun or not have the excess force from a machine gun and get run down? I'd rather have something with wheels. (laughs) Would you rather have something with wheels and then get caught in a sandbar and stuck out in the middle of the desert? It depends on if the alternative is being shot into the stratosphere by giant metal (laughs) rockets that are shooting out bullets. I like now that somebody's got a rocket launcher and the rockets they fire independently have guns. (laughs) So, you've got the SUV functional. It's not armored yet. Not armored or armed. It's not armored or armed. It's just a skeleton with hover units, but it works. <laughs> I need to put armor plating on it, and then I need to go get someone who know who someone from the armory to get guns on it. So there's not enough excess armored plating. Um, in Can I the literally area. just take apart the Death Twinkie and use the metal plates? <laughs> the Death Twinkie was not made of the sturdiest metal. Mm. It was 
made of, you know, it, spare airplane. It was made of spare airplane fuselage. Yeah. Let me tell you how durable airplane fuselage is. You know they occasionally rip apart under their own pressure? <laughs> to be fair, <laughs> to be fair, one of them rammed straight into a skyscraper and managed to break through. So. It did. I got some bad news about what survive. happened to that plane. <laughs> Changing subjects. Anyway. It did not survive. So. I would like to armor it as much as I can. So there's not really there's not really anything uh, in the in the Deadlands currently that you could that you could possibly use to make actual armored plating. Um, the trail the, the the trailer that was uh, reinforced taking it apart would basically ruin its its feasibility because you don't have the ability to sort of manipulate that much metal at once. It's sort of like a it was like a solid metal truck. That's why we're going to the manufactorum? Yeah. So it, what we're saying is, when we get to the manufactorum, we can upgrade this puppy, and it's going to be one of those plot progressed uh, vehicles. You can do that, <laughs> or you could try to organize a run to go get some uh, more spare parts. Um, you'd have to go check out. You'd have to go probably check out the communications room and see what it's anything nearby. I will check out the communications room while I'm getting. I think uh, Garrick was the was the gunnery guy. Yeah. I uh, see if I can get Garrick to put a machine gun on this thing while I go check out the. Sure. Uh, what kind do you want? Uh, something that any of my running team can fire. Just one. Uh, two if you can. One's all I need. Right. He uh, reaches down, picks up a uh, an LMG that he had previously broken apart. We'll see what I can do. And walks off towards the towards the uh, workyard. Perfect. Wait, and so while you're doing that, is anybody else doing anything? Well, I I have tricked out the um, uh, Delacroix. That's what you're calling it? That's what I'm calling it. All right. Delacroix. Liberty leading the people, all that. Yep, 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 yep. Um, I appreciate that. And I am now <laughs> mounting a, an SMG on it. Okay. Or just an assault rifle, actually. Oh. Well, SM- yes. SMG is a very different thing, sir. Yeah. Really? SMG is a submachine gun. Guess how much I know about guns. Not a lot. Submachine guns are small, light, and typically fast. I know you got pistols, and those you hold with one hand. I know you got rifles, and those you hold with two hands. And some of those rifles, you can hold down the trigger, and they keep firing. <laughs> this is not one of them. Assault rifles typically fire in bursts. Really? Three round yes. bursts. I did not know that either. For accuracy downrange. Okay. It's, it's some of the steps, so... Not to go off on a, t- on, a, on a deluge, but basically it's the step between submachine gun, which fires lots of bullets really fast but has no stopping power, and LMGs that fire lots of bullets really fast and has lots of stopping power. Assault rifles have a good amount of stopping power, power but don't fire off too many bullets too terribly fast. Because you don't want to empty your clip yeah. all at once, because you, you run out of ammunition way too fast. Yeah. You- LM- LMGs have giant belts of ammo that they feed through. Submachine guns have like banana clips full of really small bullets. Uh, assault rifles have big bullets, but small clips. Oh. You learn new things. The E11 blaster rifle well, would qualify magazine. as a submachine gun if it fired yes. bullets. Clipazine. <laughs> the stormtrooper. And that helps how? Oh, okay. It's small, light, fires rapidly, low accuracy, low damage. Yep. Okay. Explaining niche knowledge using more niche knowledge. It's he true. knows Star Wars. <laughs> it's true. He, he understands Star Wars. Star Wars. <laughs> anyway, yeah. But yeah. 
Uh, yeah, the, the assault rifle you have in particular has a burst fire mode, doesn't have a full auto mode. Okay. It's like an M16, it's not an M16. <laughs> that doesn't help because I don't know what an M16 is. That's for people watching. Okay. We'll get to you later. Alright. Uh, yeah, so you're mounting that. And did you buy the gyro mount? Yeah. Okay, so you've, you've mounted it onto... Basically what you've got is a 360-capable uh, turret mount that you have slotted a assault rifle into. Um, so while you're driving, you can reach up and go blam, blam, blam. Yeah. Um, and it can turn basically in any direction. So. And I can, I can, you know, spin out into a park and then use it like a turret. spiders yeah. all over the place, by the way. Yeah. Why is your house infested with baby spiders? Uh-huh. I don't know. The spider probably had babies. <laughs> Gasp. Well, now we know. Somebody go find and kill Charlotte. Um... Charlotte. No, Charlotte would be already dead by now. I that's feel. actually it's fair, yeah. <laughs> Somebody already found and killed Charlotte. <laughs> Charlotte is dead in your roof. <laughs> anyway. Anyways, so yeah, you've mounted I'm, it. I'm, up mount, on I'm mounting the, things to my, my motorcycle. Where'd you mount the grappling hook to? Front of the back. Back. <laughs> Oh, how do you fire that? Oh, it's, it, it can be rigged to the controls yeah, of, the, yeah. of the bike. Yeah, yeah I, I, I can fire back. Basically, I have to spin the bike out. Spin out, grab them, and take off? Yeah. Or, you yeah. Know, it, it, it's also useful if I, if I need to, you know, shoot it into something. Typical movie stunt. Do, do, do stupid movie stunts, yeah. <laughs> I mean, or alternatively, if you need to, like, you know, retreat and make your opponent retreat with you <laughs> much less comfortably. If you want to... It's like keel anyway. hauling, heck, except you're over to, you're concrete. You're trying to help him charge you, that's all. Yeah. All right. So you've done that. Anybody else doing anything? You bought a couple of focuses yeah, in your, and one, you've bought, you, you bought one and you've bonded, bonded it to yourself. Yeah, bonded it. Okay. That's, yeah. What does it look like? Yeah. Focuses can look like anything. Oh, wait a minute. This one's going to... It's probably gonna be a star. Just like a star that's like sewn into your clothes yeah, my or something. Other one's gonna be something else, but okay. I can't afford the other one yet. Yeah, I thought I could afford both of them, but all right. I, so it's I like attached to your outfit somewhere. To, uh, yeah, or attached uh, to your trophy. Uh, um, <laughs> or wrapped it to your skin. I mean, you know. Yeah, you could do that, but that would hurt. <laughs> no, I'm just gonna. Uh, it's an actual physical object. You'd be stapling something I to know, yourself exactly. at that point. <laughs> I mean, people have done dumber things. It's true. <laughs> like attached a flamethrower to a motorcycle. <laughs> Hasn't happened yet, but... <laughs> it is. Right. Sure it has. I just can't uh, find any yes. video evidence on the internet. Gilda? Uh, she's just going to get her guns ready to go. Okay. So I'm you're sure all... your guns are very, very ready after yesterday. You're She'll all triple check. It's you're, fine. You're all preparing. I'll, I'll just prepare it to my belt. Yep. Just attach it to it. Okay, sweet. Cadmus, uh, you're going to go to the communications bunker? Yeah. Right. Mm. Uh, comrade and Harlan are there. Yep. I do Scottish all the time. I actually just go to concrete and put, put him in Swedish just because. Mm-hmm. All right, and they're sort of working over communiques and stuff. Uh, you're free to use the, the satellite uplink if you want. So I walk in. So, what have we got for... Mission is lined up at the moment. <clears throat> well, uh, you've already got your retrieving the uh, fabricator unit from Germany. Um, 
We have pretty much all of our outrigger teams are out currently, except for you guys. Team seven went. Our team seven went, went on That's ahead already. So lonely in here. Um, nothing as it stands. That fabricator unit's one of our top priorities, though. All right. I suppose. Well, I would hope to get a little bit more armor for the vehicle before I take it out for a spin into Germany. But well. Um, if you need more scrap, <clears throat> you can check out, and he, uh, walks over, um, pulls up, uh, sort of a, a semi, uh, a, pulls up a representation of the globe, and you notice that, again, like previously when you had seen it, the, like, sort of the latter half of it is, is fritzy and not quite all there, because they still haven't completely reconnected the entire satellite network yet. <clears throat> and he, uh, sort of spins it around, points, focuses, and zooms in. Uh, in Rome, there's still a military outpost that we've been meaning to send a crew to, waiting until some got back, uh, just to see if there's any armaments or vehicles or anything that we could possibly salvage there. We haven't done any recon yet, but you guys want to recon out there before heading off to Germany. Where are we stationed at, geographically? Uh, the Carpathian Mountains. So we're not horrendously far from Rome. No. I, you say it, that uh, like Turkey. I with a, Turkey, okay, thank you. Effectively, Turkey. All right, yeah, I get where that's at. It's a couple con- couple countries over. Yeah, <laughs> couple states over for Americans. Yeah, I suppose that could be arranged, but uh, hmm. Are we actually? Do we have to go? My my geography is you you. Do we have to go through we, Germany? We have, no, no, we have to go through west Germany. for both. But one is west, a little bit south. The other one is west, very north. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we're basically, you'd have to go. You have to go west uh, through Turkey, through Greece, then into Italy. I think there might be another country between there, but it's a small one. I can't remember it right now. It de- it depends on when the map you met, you, you're looking at was made. Yeah. I suppose we could take a look through there and see if we can find some more armor for the vehicle, but. And if you want, you can head there. You can make that your first stop on your way to Germany. It's a little out of the way, but just be a quick L turn. Yep. Keep triangulating instead of going the opposite direction. Would also give you more land to cover. That way, if you see any installations you think might be worth checking out on your way, feel free. I think we'll make that trip then. Make sure that you mark down anything you find, send it back via trophy. Uh, the trophy communication, the further you get out, it's going to be a little bit more hectic. We'll try to see if we can't get your st- your stuff ready to pow- bounce through satellite signals. Well, I suppose we'll get to uh, make sure that the vehicle's armed at the very least and get going. All right. Come back here before you leave. I'll see if I have something for you. Very well. All right. I had to go make sure the finishing touches are on. Yeah, Garrick's up there. He's bolted. Prototype two. He has bolted. So uh, this, the way, basically, this is sort of like a you've you sort of modified it into like a buggy chassis. Mm. So the back end of the SUV now sits higher than the front end. I got. I have a land speeder. Yeah. Um. And uh, so the front the front seat has just driver passenger. The back seat doesn't have the the back end doesn't have. Like, see, it has, like, bucket seats off to one side, mm. but it also has now has two turret points where people can stand up and hold on and, and mount on to these turrets. It's also completely open to the elements right now because you don't have any armor on it. Yeah. 
Um, so it's it's a chassis on hover things with on hover treads with a with gun, with two guns on it. It looks kind of like one of those old combat jeeps. Yeah. As I walk in, oh, that's beautiful. I can see it now. A fleet of speeder bikes if we can get our hands on that manufactorum. I mean, it'd be fun. Would certainly make building Utopia easier. I think that'll probably be my next project. Well, I Once think... you've got that manufactorum. First, you need to get that fabricator unit. All right. Well, we're heading out. We've got a mission of our own, so... All right, well... See you later. He trundles off. I activate the trophy. All of you, get your lazy butts down to the vehicle bay. We're about to head out. I'm probably in the vehicle bay. I mean, I send it to everyone. doesn't matter where you're at, so... So, yeah. Uh, the other four of you, your trophy is... Bring, bring, vroom. And you get that message. Um, does the uh, does the vehicle have? <laughs> will the vehicle have room uh, for my motorcycle to be in it, or will I be riding alongside it? You could mount it to the back. Um, it wouldn't be too terribly much to put like a bike rack on the back. Yeah, <clears throat> and because your bike is an electric bike, it's not that heavy. Well, I mean, it's big. The batteries for, for electric bikes can get really heavy. In, yeah, in, but engine blocks. Mo- this is the future. M- modern, modern electric bikes, yes. <laughs> Techno-magical future bikes, okay, fine. <laughs> you know we're going to make our batteries lighter as we advance now, right? They're already lighter than they were ten years ago. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Yes. Oh, yeah. bike. Um... So does this thing actually have a steering wheel now, or is it still entirely Decker controlled? Uh, no, it's got a yeah, it's got a it's got a steering wheel. Okay, awesome. I assume, unless you didn't want to. I play really the hope wheel. so because you know because if something happens to our, dude I, who I assume you also put a starter in it and didn't just leave that to be Decker controlled as well. <laughs> no, the vehicle can start without me jacked into it. Okay. Good. So, I imagine there's also I imagine in addition to in addition to the bike rack, there's also like a drone rack on the back for Vanguard. Yeah, <laughs> it's kitted out so that all of us can take our shit, and I don't have to be the only one who can drive it. Yep. All right. So do the rest of you group up yeah, at the vehicle bay? I show up. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you you all show up and you see this SUV on these small round plates sitting on the ground right now. Um, no armor, engine completely exposed. Uh, with two guns mounted on the top of it, and I and Vanguard One, sort of like hooked into the back, like his feet off the ground. He's just sort of attached. We're making a quick trip, a slight detour into Italy, going to Rome. Try and see if we can't find a military base, get some armor plating, upgrade this thing, make it tougher in a fight. Then we'll be heading to Germany to get that. Manufactorum. And you also you also you also know that you you've been you've been told that you should mark any salvage spots as you yeah. go. And we'll any salvage we find on the way, <clears throat> mark it with your trophies. And we'll send the information back to back to base. Okay. Sends uh, simple enough. Alright, you head back to the communication room? I head back there. 
Yep, when you get back there, uh, our comrades exactly. wander off right. somewhere else. Load your gear up. I gotta go talk to the brass, and then I'll be back. Uh, you get back there. Comrade's gone off somewhere. Harlan's there. He uh, hands you a uh, black box. Mount this to your vehicle. Uh, it'll intercept any of your trophy signals and send them uh, via satellite uplink back here. Perfect. Don't let anybody make off with this. I'll kill them myself. All right. You've got what you need. I take it. No, and I it's easy it. enough to mount. Like it. You get a, get a, get a, you know, you get a torch, and it, psst, psst, put it on brackets, you know, whatever. Yeah. Bolt it into the, into the, right, like, right underneath the, the drive shaft. Yeah. All right. Everyone ready to go? Who's yeah. riding where? Well, I'm driving. Gilda's gonna sit shotgun. Okay. The remaining of you in the back? Um... Could Gilda be shotgun, or should she be? I suppose if if a, if a well, if something happens, she can, she can, get can go get to the turrets. Also, she can shoot her own guns from the passenger yeah. seat. <laughs> yeah, I've got them on me. Uh, I'm going to be in the back. There's a turret there. There's a bike there. Yep. And the rest of you will be in the back as well. Just wherever. I don't really need to sit anywhere important. <laughs> Start thing up. It lifts <laughs> off, and you steer it out of the bay. Up the uh, up the incline that takes you out onto the surface, and immediately your radiation your your gyro counters start. Uh, welcome to the smoothest ride of your life. Uh, turn it west and go. So I'm gonna need me a piloting check from you, mm-hmm. and someone, probably the passenger. It's going to need to make me a different check once I find it. Um, I need you to make an intuition navigation check. Person in the passenger seat. Far successes. Do you have navigation? I thought I did. Not look like you do, though. Mm Mm-mm. That would have been even If better. you don't have navigation, make intuition with a minus one. No wow. successes. All right. So you you're like okay, well we'll 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 head west, and then as the vehicle is driving, you realize you don't know which way is west. I know which way is west. You're driving though. Yeah, I'm, that means I'm steering the direction. <laughs> Uh, make me a navigation. Make me an intuition navigation check. Do are there not compasses and navigation our, is out. Navigation is part of the outdoors block group, isn't it? Um, I think it is. Yes, it is. Okay. Yep. Yes, that's navigation surviving and tracking. Yeah, it's it's not so much about going due west as it is going west towards Italy and not yeah. west towards Spain. <laughs> Two successes. Uh, so you, you know which way is west. You know roughly where you, how you need to angle it. You're not a hundred percent certain on how far south you need to angle, but you're. Bobby Spider, goodbye. You know well. You know enough to get to the Mediterranean. Yeah. You know you know enough to get to the Mediterranean, and you could probably follow that. Mm. Um, the question is going to be differentiating Greece from Rome, because from the land, they both look similar. Do we not have GPSs in our... No, not currently. 
any maps? You've got rough maps. Yeah, but... I, I, I downloaded as much of a map as I could get from the comm room, but... You've got old maps, certainly. Yeah, yeah I've got plenty of old knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> About France. So, yeah. Mr. Frenchman. <clears throat> yes? Do you happen to know the way to Italy from your place? Well, I hate to break it to you, but uh, we are not in France. <laughs> or, um, even for that matter... Close in the list. France is on the other side of Germany. While I get that, what I'm asking is if you've still got any of that general knowledge that would be useful on this trip. Or you could just say, no, you're completely useless. <laughs> it is more fun to antagonize you. Make a... If you want, you can make a... Now, you can make a logic... Academic knowledge roll. That would be logic. Minus At one. Minus one. Wow. Nope. I mean, you remember Germany somewhere nearby. There was a war and they invaded, but... <laughs> I, I know that Germany is east of France, and that's fine. Yeah. Lots of things are east of France. They're not important. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nothing east of France is important. Nor yeah. is anything north of France, south of France, or west of France. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'll take that as a useless then. <laughs> no, I do not know how to get to Rome. Very well, then we're going to be flying a little bit blind. We'll just keep roaming around until we find it. Nope. <laughs> you do know that I have tasted a sea. I need you to soak three points of strength now. <laughs> 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 Alright, so you're driving. Uh the as you're as you're driving the you know the, This is uh, what, a six hour drive on a hover vehicle? It's a few hours. More than that. But um not not much more. Like ten, twelve hour drive. Mm. Um You're driving along and it's hard to navigate the post-apocalypse because all the landmarks you might have used are, are gone. gone. Yeah. Occasionally you find a standing road sign, but it never has the, it never has the like, words are always weathered off. The, either the words always weathered off or it's not your destination. Like, like, Oh, this would be really great. If I needed to know how to get to, to, to the capital of, of whatever country is on the right hand side, you know, or, Oh, look, I, that wrong. Uh, uh, um, uh, keep going several thousand miles to get to Spain. Like, it's never the specific information. Look, we turn north and go to Poland now. Yeah. Um, but you, 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 have, you have a general sense enough to get towards the Mediterranean. Um, and, and that's where you're heading right now. It's, it's going to be a couple hours to get to the coast. Question. Can these, how, can these, uh, these repulsors handle going over water? You don't know. You haven't tested. I wouldn't think they would do well. Something I'm not keen to test right now. <laughs> nope. And every once in a while, you uh, every once in a while your guide encounters t start ticking up, and you have to turn and rearrange your your route so that you don't run into a pocket of radiation that melts all the hair off your face. Um, things like that. I kind of like my beard where it's at. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, everybody, while while he's driving, everybody, I want you to make me intuition and perception rolls, including me. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's try this. Oops. Wow. That's right, that's my roll for that. 
And actually, uh, Cassia, while you're in the back, you can also make an academic... You can also make a logic academic knowledge roll if you have it. I would think the history buff would have a lot of academic knowledge. Yes, I do. Come on. I had two successes in my perception. All right. I got five. Okay. Everybody gets three. Five. Five. Three. 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 All right, so most of you don't really... You're you're still focused on the road, and there's lots of broken buildings, you know, collapsed over this way, that way. Um, What languages do you... uh, What languages does Cassio and and, uh, Matisse speak? Uh, Okay. I specifically... I'm going to get mine out of the way. French, English. All right. German, Italian, English, French, Turkish, Arabic, Greek, and Latin. Good. Uh, you notice, So you both notice a sign that looks like it's of some importance. Um, you can't read it because you don't know what language it is. Uh, you see a sign for a Turkish National Guard armory. Ooh, ooh, pretty. Uh, it looks like the. It looks like a building collapsed on top of the sign, and so the sign looks like sort of scattered and askew. Mm-hmm. Um, but it indicates it, it seems to indicate that there is a there's an armory uh, of some kind roughly 12 miles to the south hey that sign over there uh, it's for a Turkish armory probably pro- looks like 12 miles to the south well dang it I, I'll, co- I'll convert that to kilometers roughly 20 yes roughly 20 kilometers to the south strangely enough no it's in miles not kilometers <laughs> yeah, right <laughs> And that's fine. Perfect. That might be something we're looking for. Let's get headed that way. I spin the uh, hovercraft to head that direction. All right. Upon hearing that, I'll mark on my trophy that uh, Turkish Armory, 20 kilos south of this location. All right. Smart. Yeah. That way, if we meet a horrible grizzly doom... <laughs> at least they have the... At least somebody knows where we met a horribly <laughs> grizzly doom. Yeah, you... Boop, boop. And uh, it trophy beeps to acknowledge the uh, message sent. Um, you've been driving for about six hours at this point, heading towards the Mediterranean. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a bit distance. It's probably farther than uh, most outriggers do locally. So you guys head out, uh, head south, and after about 20 or so minutes, you start seeing a couple more of those signs that uh, indicate, looks like, I mean, like, road signs for, like, the National Guard Armory. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh... I keep pointing them out as they come up. Following these signs, you're able to get to what looks like a squat bunk... Uh, it looks like it used to be a fairly squat bunker, like a, like a, like a large one-level facility, probably has more levels underground. Uh, and that now it looks like a crater. Mostly caved in. Yeah, so now it looks like a crater. Yeah, it looks like it was. It looked like it suffered a couple of direct impacts, and your Geiger counter start ticking up a little bit. Well, keep your eyes open for pockets of radiation. Don't want to get caught with your beard in the letterbox, but let's get going. All right. Where are you parking the Where are you parking the truck? Uh, is there anywhere that looks? In the open, but has something that I can secure it to. Um, there is. So right now you're in sort of like what used to be the parking lot, like the visitor parking lot. Um, there's not much left here. You see the remains of a broken down guard station and the broken gate. The wall around the bunker is mostly intact still. 
uh, sort of like a large concrete wall, about 20 feet high, uh, bits of razor wire still stuck to the top, um, signs along the side of it that he can read in Turkish, indicating that it is a national arm, as a national guard depot. Um, and, um, nothing on the outside seems like it'd be something you could park it and secure it with. Does it look like there was a, there's a vehicle bay? Yeah, it's like... You'd have to get inside the walls to find out. Right. Is there a gap in the wall? Yeah, like, the, the, the gate is gone. Oh, well, does it look like... Pull, I'll pull the vehicle up to, up to one of the gaps and just... If one of you with, uh... A little bit sneakier feet could try and find out if there's a vehicle bay that I could leave this in. Can I tell if there's been any activity in this area recently? Um, uh, make me a tracking. Make a survival, a survival check. Sure. Let's see. Yeah, because you're not just tracking; you're also looking for signs that things have been here. Uh, survival going to be a willpower survival. Willpower survival? Yep. Sure. Kind of interesting that survival is willpower. It's your ability to focus. Hmm. Willpower is your ability to focus. Fair enough. Uh, three successes. Uh, so it yeah, definitely looks like something has been through here. You don't think it's humanoid? Mm-hmm. Um, some sort of uh, four-legged creature has been wandering around fairly recently. Can I discern whether or not it's been anything regular or just possibly just uh, passing through? Give me a... Hmm. That one might be tracking, because now it's like... <laughs> this is actually going to be logic. Um, I like things that use logic. We're going to go with academic knowledge. Sure. Because nothing else really applies. <laughs> a lot of dice. <laughs> this is his wheelhouse. <laughs> Let's see. We've got one. Tertiary knowledge is a good thing. Uh, three successes. Uh, definitely more than one creature, four-legged, recently may still be here. Proxima size. Uh, Bigger than a bread box? The like, are we talking dog size or horse size? So the footprints are the size of your feet, okay. but they're but they're distinctly an animal of some kind. Padded okay. foot, so it doesn't leave a lot of detail. Um, but something with padded feet—that's, I mean, its foot is the size of your foot, so pretty big. All right, could be like bears or something like that. I'm gonna summon. Uh... I'll go ahead and point sure. that out to the group. There's some four-legged beast moving around here fairly recently. Might still be here. Not sure. Be on your guard. Oh my god, no. And then I'll point out one of the tracks, okay. just because anybody knows anything specific. Oh, but... oh, ah, radiation So, uh, conjuring rule. Yes, conjuring rule. Yep. I imagine the wildlife of the, this yes. day and age is still susceptible to what he was always susceptible to. But I'm going to write down all the specifics for the beast, but I, good I enough. didn't ever do that, so... That's fine. I'll find Bullets it. Bullets is generally the answer to anything you find that isn't friendly. Ah, what force, of, what force of a spirit are you trying to summon? Unsophisticated. They do not leave a show, an impression. Six. They do not make the mark. They kill them. They also, they also don't threaten to leave a mark on you, though. 
Hey, what'd you get? But what is the point in making the kill if you're not making the statement? You live? Cassio's rolling his eyes at, at um, most of those things, but that, that kind you of You reach out and try to sort of grab the attention the of the spirit. At that point? Nothing happens. Nothing, nobody's there. Nope. Surviving to see that the species continues on. Right. At least not yeah. something That's that That's our goal big. right now. The biological imperative right. is currently uh, So I need you to resist... But yeah. what about uh, the cultural imperative? Um... There is value. Six. And how far we have come as a people. No. We must. Is that really accentuated by the difference between a grenade or a bullet? Because it rolled exactly three. A grenade (laughs) is uh, an alright way to do something. However, to really show them that you care, you must trap the C4 directly to their frontal cortex. So while you guys are talking, um, (laughs) Eon over to one side sort of like was focusing for a minute, and then sort of, hmm, starting to get a headache. Do you want to try again? <clears throat> With maybe like a lower force? Yeah. Um, is if you don't make the amount of force that you got is when you start having backlash? Hmm? If you it's... if you roll less successes than your forces when you start getting backlash, well, you you, no. you always have to roll. You always you always have to roll to avoid drain. Yeah, but yeah. there there's so something related to like too. your your force makes it more painful for yeah, you. Yeah, right. more, the more force, the, the more the more force, the higher the drain. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I'll go with a little I'll go with a level four beast. I'm just okay. I'll do that. Um, These things really don't want to be summoned. Ooh, much better. Five, five, five six. Okay. Uh, so yeah, uh, you guys sort of uh, look over and see what what kind of spirit. Just be, any be like a like a dire ape type thing, a little yeah. gorilla type thing. something. Uh, well, a beast. Um, kind of a beast. It's a beast. Yeah. A magical monkey. A vaguely gorilla shaped beast. Vaguely, yeah. So you see this sort of um, green ethereal gorilla just so next to next to Eon just go pull itself out of the ground next to him and just sort of look up at him. Uh, World resist six drain. That's a lot of drain. I know. Life summoning summoning hurts. I mean, you know, it is fun. I have a plan. Okay, that hurts a big time. I'm going to take three points. Three more points of yeah, drain? Three more points. So, so, so you're now operating at a minus one to all your dice yeah, pools. But you have a, anyway, you have a force four spirit. <clears throat> okay. Um, now, I want him to uh, scout the area. Okay. You go into the ethereal plane and scout from there. So, so you have... Oh, I have... Two. Uh, uh, you have two, two orders you can get it. Right, okay, two orders. The two orders are to uh, scout the area, find out if there's anything living around there, and report back to me on what it is, where it is, okay. what it's doing. And the other thing is, if it attacks us... Help out in uh, okay. attacking from behind. Uh, the moment something ethereal appears, I'm going to uh, project so I can see 
what's going on in the astral realm. Uh, okay, make a... Um, what's the role you have to do to do it? I don't. You just do? I just do. Okay. Um, give me one second. Let me write down the stats for this beast. Yeah. So, how the rest of you react to this uh, ethereal green ape showing up? Hilda aims her gun at it. <clears throat> Calm down, it's magic. It's one of mine. She grunts and puts the gun down. I presume I've seen enough of this kind of stuff already. Um, conjuring is fairly rare. Um, it's the same thing as the deem well imp that the doc that the good doctor conjured to help you out. Um, so, summoning <laughs> summoning is particularly rare because it's it's way more challenging mm-hmm. uh, than normal spell casting, and it has the potential of backfiring and killing everyone around it. Yes. Yeah. Whereas right. normal spellcasting just has the opportunity of backfiring and killing the person casting. So we right. put all our lives at risk. Yeah. Aren't you glad? Get more exciting this way. I mean, you know. <laughs> uh, he put all your lives at risk, but he got a sweet green ape out of it, so. I mean, our lives are kind of in a constant state of at risk. It's true. Yeah. Kind of par for the course, really. So, uh, what exactly is King Kong here for? Alright, so... Uh, Reconnaissance. He's gonna see what where these things are. So the I've ape, heard of that name before. The what ape sort it? of looks at, looks out. <laughs> yeah. He, he King Kong is a silly American fantasy. About a giant monkey. And why guys why would that be a fantasy? Off. It sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> uh, I say fantasy in the sense that they make... Ridiculous movies about it, and then they all flock to the theaters to watch a predictable monkey get shot at by airplanes, and then the monkey eats the airplanes. Okay. It is all American rubbish. So, it was in the early days of special effects. Some they sort of thing like around that. Novelty. Individual like Michael Bay would present. <laughs> yeah. I also heard that name. A few times, usually accompanied by violent cursing. So... Uh, you see the ape trundle off, and you actually project your 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 senses. So you don't actually go anywhere. Just no. the world just, around it, you. I'm in both realms at once. So the world around you suddenly goes technicolor, where previously it was lots of grays and browns and and occasional blues and yeah. reds. Now all of those colors have been inverted, and lots of purple has been added to the sky. Um, around everyone, you see various colorful auras. Uh, uh, around Cosmos, it's far dimmer than it is around everybody else. Um, do you have any? Do you have any um, no. cyber technology or biotech? No. Okay. Yeah. So uh, uh, Cosmos, Cosmos's aura is very, very dim and pale, almost. Where, where, in, especially in comparison to everybody else, who has a very vibrant, multicolored aura. Um, and in this, and 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 in, in, in to your sights now, uh, the uh, beast that looked like an ape in the physical realm now looks like just a bright, glowing uh, green uh, humanoid figure that doesn't have any feet. It's sort of like featureless and walking uh, further towards this um, bunker. Looking at the bunker, you see giant green faces that have sort of this uh, evil 
grin to them, staring back at you with these sort of swirly, candy cane-striped eyes, just staring at you, and sort of moving as if they were made of smoke, but still physical. Um, around you, you see other small bits of green, blue, yellow, red, sort of uh, spheres of light flittering about, floating about, almost like fireflies. How much different does this look from projecting in the world I'm used to? Um, not too terribly different. Except for it's the candy cane the, eyeball the, the, the visions are different, but the feeling is the same. You know, it, you sort of instinctively, you know that's symbolic of something. It's not actually, that's like, that is an aura of something. Yeah. Um, you're not familiar with that particular aura, but you know it's, it's, I mean, and even when you, even back in the old world, when you would aura project, uh, when you would actually project or look into the astral plane, things often looked different. Buildings looked like they were alive and moving. People took on sort of all sorts of weird technicolor tones based on what they were feeling at the time. Yeah. Um, you're not sure what to make of that giant smiling candy cane striped face, but uh, you know it's not actually there. It's an aura of something. Yeah. Um, pointing the Geiger counter around, does it look like it might be the aura of radiation? Uh, it's definitely, the Geiger counter definitely sort of ticks up when you're in that direction, but it doesn't necessarily seem to be a one-to-one -one connection. Okay. Like, the Geiger counter is tipping off other places, too, and it's not, like, uh. Correlation, not causation. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Um... And just while I'm here, you said he's particularly dim. What about the three of them? Um, these two are very bright. Um, this one is not only not only is he very bright with a sort of a multicolored aura. There's a green tether connecting him to that humanoid shape that was walking off. Um, it's very tenuous. It's not a very strong or thick tether, but it's connecting. Um, her aura is sort of... Black, swirling death. No, it's sort of... Um, and hate. Flickering, and not, not, not flickering dimly, but flickering like a fire. Uh, and the color changes are more rapid, and uh, sort of... That sort of indicates sort of emotional instability okay. to you. Um, just these, this, like, uh, it's going red, green, blue, yellow, purple, red, green, blue, yellow, purple, red, green, blue, yellow, purple. As opposed to where Eons is far more steady, shifting colors, but it's much more smooth and fluid yeah. and calmer. What about Cassio? Uh, Cassio's is dimmer than theirs. Uh, you imagine it's because Cassio isn't uh, as focused a magic user as they are. Do you use magic at all? No. Yeah, so like he's he's sort of the aura of a living, breathing person, not yeah. the aura of a magic user or the aura of a of an enhanced individual, um, like Cosmos is. Um, and it's what are you what are you feeling right now? Are you feeling more curious? Are you feeling excited, cautious? What are you feeling? I am definitely very curious about this place, and specifically, you know, because whenever going out on missions like this, it's interesting to sort of look around for possibly the history of places. So his aura is much more solid, like like sort of solid colors. Uh, blues, grays, 
pinks, light blues, teals, mostly staying in some of the same vein of colors, but still smoothly transitioning. Yeah. Uh, similar to theirs. And when you're looking at their auras, it's not like a glow around them, so much as it is the color, like sort of as if they had a shader of color applied to Sort of to like them. when you look at through thermographic vision. Yeah. Um, and that's well, sort of what you're seeing. Okay. Um, do I see anything else? Anything um, else that would be So mostly what you're seeing right projected. now is the fireflies and the big tiki masks. Um... You're not seeing much else right now. Um, you could try to sort of take it, like, to try to get a better look at some things if there was something in particular that caught your eye, other than the big tiki masks. <laughs> yeah, no, those are the the most interesting things. Yeah, but. there's lots of fireflies, sort of like co- colorful fireflies fluttering about. Um, I can actually project it no penalty, right? Um, like I, I can just, than, I, I can just, yeah. Think, other than obviously, it's, I'm a beacon. Yeah, I mean, you can't really see yourself, but you know that you're shining particularly bright right now because you're actively channeling I, I, magic. I, I look like that spirit thing does. Yeah, kind of. To other things that would be actually projecting. Yeah. Um, and actually, that sort of that 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 thought sort of ticks off that you think maybe that is something magical in effect in that area. Okay. And it looks like it's radiating up from the bunker. It's looking at you because you're actually projecting and getting its attention. Yeah. And it's just sort of... But I know that it, it's looking at me. <laughs> Dropping my astral projection will not make me invisible. It can still see me. Yeah. Right. It'll just make you less shiny. I look to the group. Just so you know, I believe there is some uh, magic emanating from that bunker. Good to know. I cannot give you anything precise, but, uh, be aware, I say in particular to Ian. Right. Because he can sense. Yes. Do you want to make an ascensing roll? Ascensing? Yeah, ascensing. It's harder to read someone with low essence because they don't <laughs> flash colors. <laughs> because yeah, you're, you're dead to the world. Mm-hmm. Is, is my ape out of sight now? And uh, no, it's still in, it's still in sight. It's scouting around the outside perimeter right now. Okay. Um, so he doesn't see anything. As, as he hasn't well. warned you of he anything yet. Anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. I sense, uh, and you guys sort of watch the ape go off. Uh, it's kind of weird to have a see-through gorilla. <laughs> That's green. Great babe. Not grape, green. Green grapes. <laughs> just okay. Yeah. Um, how big exactly is this facility? Is it just the bunker, basically, or how much around? You don't know. Um, it's like if you were like like a square footage, it's fairly big. Like it's a fairly big bunker, sort of this, the size of a small any sort of smaller government facility. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> You have no idea if it goes further down, or if there used to be more to it. Uh, There's a vehicle park uh, to one side. There's like sort of a closed-over garage. There's a couple of destroyed piles of wrecks in there. Hmm. Um, And it looks like there were some cars in a parking lot uh, scattered about that have all been destroyed as well. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of wrecked salvage here. Yeah. Stuff that maybe somebody could take apart and use for something, but they did. They'd It'd be take hard a while. to find. Nothing parts. you could use right now. Yeah. 
Well, I suppose we should <clears throat> make our way inside. Yeah, magic sensing. After oh, after uh, the mage is done finding out what he can find out. What, um, I don't know how to roll for sensing. Uh, a sensing is a skill. Is a oh yeah that one okay. Yep. And it's this is. In, it runs off magic. Right. So it's just uh, my magic. Yeah, your magic skill plus a sensing. Yeah. Is it your? Is it your? Um, just my magic. Your magic. Your magic attribute, or is it your magic? Uh, your your spellcasting attribute, attribute like your attribute. logic or your magic magic attribute. It's magic yeah. attribute. Yeah. It's also in a skill group you might have. Um, I don't see much anyway. Um, I'm focusing on it, I guess, or something. I don't see anything. Hang on, let's just make sure you're rolling correctly, because yeah. uh, it is a part of. Uh, yeah. It's, I don't know, it's not a part of any uh, thing. It is by, it's just by itself. Yeah. Right. A sensing is a skill. You don't have it? Yeah. No, I don't have it. So no. I just do. What'd you roll? I didn't get any hits, so. Did you get a glitch? Get a glitch. Any oh, ones? Oh, I got a one. Got yeah, one. one no success. That's a glitch. Oh, okay. That's a critical right. glitch. Yep. Oh, okay, right. So you reach out um, to sort of sense magically what's going on with this building, and... You sort of close your eyes and open up your mind's eye, and as you do, you're just assaulted by the face of this giant tiki creature with the swirling candy cane eyes, and just the vision just sort of grins, opens its mouth, and rushes you down mentally. You don't see anything happen. Okay. Uh, and as it slams down, you snap back into reality, and you... I need to absorb two points of strain damage. Of, it's like of strain. a dump shock. Kind Magic. of, yeah. Oh. Two points so of stun. Two points of your yeah. mind's eye and he poked you in the eye. Okay. So... Same way you would absorb a uh, drain. The Tiki oh, mask okay. poked Same you in the mind's eye. Out of context, D&D quotes. <laughs> out of context, Shadowrun quotes, sir. Two points of Oh, context. Yeah. yeah, so you don't you don't take any damage from it, but it's definitely was a jarring experience. Yeah. I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna have to submit that quote to out of context. <laughs> okay, you don't get anything other than terror, and you see his aura sort of flicker rapidly before it starts to come back down again. Hooray! Huh. Jump scares. Interesting. So we are waiting for your spirit to do the reconnaissance before we go further? Oh, we could. Uh, so, yeah, is he. The ape finishes coming back around the building. There is nothing in the area. Um, I believe that means that we can. It tells. Approach. He's the only yeah, one that I, I, he's the only I, one that understands just, what it says. I just, I just, the rest of you just hear. I, I just, <laughs> even even astrally. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna sign the link to it. Okay, I don't speak Gorilla. The only person who can understand it is the person that summoned it. What so you I did? Say, I just I just tell everybody that there's nothing on the other side or around the perimeter. So we'll just 
So let's uh, take the truck in and see if we cannot find the vehicle back. It's it's sitting behind you. Your second order. Your your second order. My my thing was to scout out the building. You said scout out the area. Yeah. Wording is very important. Wording is very important. Wording is very important when dealing with when dealing with spirits. Okay. Your orders were to scout out the area, which it just did, and protect you if something attacks you. So it's sitting behind you. So I, no, I, said, I said us. You did say us. So yeah, it's it's yeah. still sitting behind you, yeah, but right. it's keeping watch. It's attacked everybody in the party. Yep. You have to be very specific with your wording with okay. spirits. All right. Well, you've got the truck. I'm assuming you're taking it. Uh, is this, this facility big enough to bring the truck into without finding a vehicle bay? No. Yeah. So we, we can go in through the wall and drive around the building is what I'm saying. Oh, aye, but... But I shouldn't be leaving it. this vehicle unattended. I'm fairly certain the group of you can handle finding a bay. You know that we are going to have to get the vehicle to the bay when we find it, yes? Yes. No, he suggested driving the vehicle around well, on the inner wall. The oh, yeah, I can, I can drive no the vehicle There are no threats on the outside. outside. <laughs> there are no threats on the outside. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I can drive the vehicle around the building. Like, yeah. Yes, that is what I am saying. If there is a vehicle bay, it will have big doors. You know, big enough to fit a vehicle. It's that is how the vehicle gets out of the bay. Or it'll have hidden doors. <laughs> if they are putting up signs, I do not think that secrecy is their biggest concern. <laughs> I mean, there was a security gate, but <laughs> it's not there anymore. Security, yes. Secrecy, not so much. Start walking around the building, then. Or driving. Uh, driving around the building. Yeah, oh. drive around the building. Moving uh, around the building. So yeah, you move around, everybody make me a uh, lot in- intuition perception checks. I thought we were at a, an entrance already. Yeah, there's a there's like a walk-in entrance, not a vehicle bay. <laughs> yeah. Well that was where Perception? Yep. Gotcha. We are perceiving. No successes. I'm busy driving. <laughs> Four successes. Four successes. Intuition perception. I'm rolling really well for five successes. Because I rolled 12 dice, you know. Well, yeah, well, Cassio has all the mental stats and all the skills. And... What's, uh, what's your mental limit? Uh, my mental limit is seven. Okay, what's your mental limit? Five. Okay. Nothing? So you're you're focused on sort of keeping an eye on the ape, and you're focused on driving. Uh, the other three of you, however, you see what you, looks like it used to be part of a vehicle depot, uh, sort of around the back that has been caved in. Um, looks like something, obviously something hit it and collapsed the building into uh, what you sort of see the uh, the remains of large bay doors that would have opened. Now it's just sort of a pile of rubble. Would the ins- is it just the doors that are is it just the entrance that a pile that's a pile of rubble? Or- it's sort of like it's sort of like collapsed and further inward. So all you see is a pile of rubble and the roof caving down to the pile of rubble. Okay, it's still sealed internally. It's just what would have opened up to get you in is no more. Okay, and even if we broke in that entrance, there's it's crushed down for a ways. Yeah. 
so unless we literally punched through the top of it, which is not going to be feasible if missiles didn't, <laughs> we're not getting in. Well, at least not with the vehicle. The front door was oh, open. No, no, the front door was fine. <laughs> we're not getting the truck in. That, that's the concern. Yeah. Is it looks like the this truck is not going in there. We are going to have to find some cover for it. It was a vehicle, like, like it was like a parking deck, like an, uh, like an uh, uh, up top parking deck. Not deck, but like cover uh, off to one side when you guys came in. Parking garage. Yeah. Less parking garage, more three walls and a roof. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Park it there. That just happened to not get hit by anything. Park it there, chain it to something if possible. There's like a couple of vehicle wrecks you could chain it to. Yeah. And, yeah. um,. Kind of bolted to the underside of the of the uh, of the drive shaft. I just hand into a into a into a uh, wrench. Just zzz, zzz, take the black box with me, not leaving it out in the open. All right, smart. It's with, it's not going to be very usable underground. I don't intend to use it. I just intend to not let somebody else take it from me. All right. Uh, the motorcycle probably would not fit in the corridors. No. Okay, that's what I thought. Uh, do you want to send a signal? Let it updating your location. Yes. Entering facility. So yeah, you update the information you sent previously. Uh, and you head over to the front door. So the front door is... It's a Turkish armory. Uh, the main lobby area looks intact. The door's closed. Open the door. It's locked. The door in. Make me a unarmed attack. Or is it just strength and body to try and break doors down? He was he's specifically kicking it in. If you just want to shoulder it in, strength and body. I'm, I'm well, then I'll shoulder. Strength and body. In that case, I'm going to need a few more dice. Because if you're kicking it, it's like you don't want to accidentally hit the rim, hit the door jam. But <laughs> <laughs> if you're just walking through it, that's a different thing. I will walk up to the door and introduce myself. One, two, hello four, door. Five, six, seven, eight. What's your physical limit? Eleven. You're a troll. <laughs> you put your shoulder into it, there's a little bit of resistance, and then you hear... And just the door sort of shatters under the weight of your shoulder as you push into it. By the way, you mentioned that the lobby area looked fairly intact, right? Mm -hmm. Does it look like there's been any looting of this place at all? Well, as the door breaks in and you hear You imagine nothing has come in here because something mechanical is moving because the door has been breached. Alright. Can I pick up the signals with my cyber eye? Make me a logic Cyber technology roll. Cyber tech. I think that might be the one technical skill that I don't have. Okay, so just logic. <laughs> logic with a minus one. Uh, one success. Uh, you definitely see. You, you can you can see a wireless signal. Uh, your 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 cyber eye is able to pick up the wireless signal, but you can't you can't decrypt it. And as you guys are sort of standing a little way, you hear. How many is this? Vanguard, time to wake up. One, Vanguard. 
<laughs> drops off the back of the truck, starts walking towards you. You hear the sound coming towards you? Uh, I'm going to step aside to the uh, side of the entrance so that when it comes out, I can say hello to it. Okay. Are any of you looking through the door? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm stepping off to one side as well with the shotgun ready. I imagine this thing will probably have bullets to meet my eyes if I attempt to look at it. So. Okay. So you're also yeah, staying off to one side of the door? He goes off the side, I do too. All right. It's not, uh, me and him are like opposite sides of the door. So you hear... And a humanoid form steps out through the door. Uh, hello, humanoid form. You need to not be here. All right. Making an attack? Yes. All right. Making an attack. Um, what does it look like? Make a perception check. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to be fast. Yeah, I should probably perceive it before I punch it. Two successes. Be, Too late. Punch be, it. That would be yeah. silly. You already yeah. called it. Two, three, Two successes. Four, okay. It's a little Three, four, five, you to punch it. Six successes. Three successes. Okay. Um... Uh, I punch for four. Two sixes and two ones. Uh, oh, I see it. Roll damage with one extra die. Alright. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, seven, twelve. Um. Eins, zwei, drei, vier. Oh, sorry. Un, du, Four points of damage. So yeah, the uh, the rest of you that look, you see what looks like a greeting droid uh, stepping <laughs> out and speaking in Turkish. You understand it, uh, saying "Hello and welcome to this Ares." Fu- Bam! <laughs> As a fist just cold cocks him, and the head goes. <laughs> Facility. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that wasn't very nice. <laughs> you don't know what it was saying. It could have been saying anything. But what, what was it saying? Hello, and welcome to... Sorry, I, I'm afraid I couldn't understand the last part. I don't believe that loud metallic clangs are normally part of the... You're speaking language. the devil's language. We need to move on. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Economist, you know enough about drones. This is a greeting drone. Yeah. It's meant to come and greet whoever opens the door. <laughs> ah, poor lad. Uh, can I fix it a little bit? It's on the ground going... I'm sure at the very least you could scatter can I, can I, can I write it and, like, stand it back up? And it's on a head it's sort of, like, cocked off to one side. And it's still it's still saying hello, welcome, hello, welcome. <laughs> Clank. Hello, welcome, hello, welcome, hello, welcome, hello, welcome, hello, welcome, can hello, I try welcome. To shut it down. <laughs> uh, make me a hacking check. I can make me a hardware check. Hardware, logic, right. hardware, logic, and hardware. Matisse, the ruiner of greeting joints. <laughs> <laughs> Being uh, true to character. Three successes. So you're trying to shut it off or fix it? I, I, wanna, I want to shut it down so I can fix it without fucking with its software. Okay, yeah. So, you, hello, welcome, hello. Alright, then, then I'm going to try and actually repair it. Alright, maybe another hardware check. Ten minutes. I'm going to sit down. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, technical stuff happening, I'm just going to sit. Four successes. 
Well, I mean, at the very least, you'll be able to extract the information. Yeah, you you, you, fix, you fix sort of the motor joints that were stuck uh, in its neck, and I mean, it wasn't too terribly damaged. It was just an old machine that got hit really hard. <laughs> there you go, friend. Not quite good as new, but better than being punched in the face. <laughs> um... <laughs> And I'm going to try and turn it back on and interface with it to see what it knows. That's easy enough. Hello, and welcome to this Ares facility in Turkish. You don't know I'm what it's translating. saying. I'll translate live. Okay. Uh, can I switch its language mode because it's just an Ares greeting drone? Uh, make me a software check. I could actually do that as well because I have software. Do you have software? Yeah. Yeah, I have software logic. So do you have a deck? I do not. This requires a deck. Okay. It doesn't. It doesn't have a. It doesn't have a computer interface on it. Uh, it if it requires a deck, is it actually my logic or is it my uh, decks? Data it's your logic. The deck is just the connection. Okay. It's just the conduit. Uh, two. Uh, you switch it to Spanish. <laughs> get it to German. <laughs> I can speak Spanish. It doesn't have German for some reason. Does it have English? It does have English, though. Can I get it to English? Yeah, you switch it over to English. Hello, and welcome to this Ares facility. I am welcoming unit number... Lists off... It, it lists off... A sound? Number not a number? Eight. Yeah. You're not sure if it's trying to list the number in binary? <laughs> but it's not doing it very well. Welcome. How may I assist you? Uh, I'm trying to think. Um, give us the purpose of this facility. Ares facility. National Guard Armory. Private contract with National Guard of... <laughs> To provide station militia, R&D, and equipment for National Guard of... All of, it, all of its variables are just fried. Yeah, basically. Basically, the thing's been reset to like its base functionality. It doesn't know where it is, or who it is, or how it is. It just knows a little bit. Do you know where they keep the good stuff? <laughs> Error. Variable unknown. Good stuff. What is the inventory of this warehouse? Error. Inventory unknown. Local computer systems deactivated. Is there security here? Error. Security unknown. Local network deactivated. I like you, friend. I'm going to take you with me, and I'm going to shut him down again. <laughs> and I'm going to have Vanguard carry him back to the vehicle. I'm going I'm to go in the door to greet anything else that wants to come at me, bro. Uh, so you enter, and it's a mostly, mostly interestingly untouched. Uh, the lobby area is, at least. Um, there's a greeting desk off to one side, uh, computer terminals powered down chairs, sort of art that looks like it was at one point art, and now is just sort of rotted paper. Um, you mean canvas? 
Yeah, sure. <laughs> oh, oh, they want the cheap stuff. Cheap. <laughs> nice. This is a government facility. What makes you think they had good art? It's cheap photocopied stuff. <laughs> yeah. They got the rights to print out some artwork. Um, and uh, sort of like, sort of like decaying and rotting in, in, in there, like in the glass. Um. There's some upturned chairs. It looks like some some uh, grass and greenery has started to poke itself back up through the floor tiles. Um, other than that, it's a fairly empty lobby. Uh, there is an elevator on the far end between two desks uh, and doors to the left and right. Do the lights work? No. Not currently. <clears throat> Nothing. Is there a light switch? Yeah. I look at the light switch. Do you suppose if we turn the light switch on, it will activate the security? No. That would seem like a very bad way to rig something up, but this is Turkish. It might be Turkish, but as you said, this is a public facility. What the hell about Ares makes you think it's a public facility? Also, <laughs> they have a security gate. Oh uh, yes, but you mentioned it's not necessarily hidden from eyesight. And I think people rather would rather like the lights on. There's also an elevator in a one-story building. Yeah. It's <laughs> the sub-basement. Can I tell what this light, what this light switch is rigged to? The lights. How about we ignore that uh, these trophies have flashlights, right? Uh, so as you guys are having this conversation, Gilda walks over and goes, flick. Nothing happens. Also, the power's out. Well, yeah, that's why I said... By the light, the lights work. Was it just a regular person-sized looking elevator, or does it look like it's made to carry something bigger? It is sort of like a freight elevator. elevator. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Ooh, the so they have big stuff. Freight we elevators. To the, yeah, we have to go down a few levels. Looks like all the good stuff, as you put it, Mathis. I'm just going to call you Mathis. All the good stuff's downstairs. <laughs> yes, but... um. Realized that uh, in the time that I was alive, we had things that we would not consider to be um, good stuff that uh, you would find to be rare and collectible. Things like manners or etiquette. <laughs> or pogs. <laughs> pogs are filthy American habit. Oh no, they were in the UK as well. Like I said, filthy American habit. And in France. No. <laughs> <laughs> No, they were not. <laughs> I refuse to believe. <laughs> I refuse to believe that something so silly was ever sold in France. As he talks to the wall. <laughs> As I argue with the voice in the sky. He's arguing with the tiki mask right now, basically. <laughs> Which you can still see. Like it's well, still, it's looking. You can see that it's looking at you through the ceiling. Manners in manners in the wasteland are indeed a rare commodity because you see, talking politely with a raider more often than not just gets you shot. I walk over to the door on the left and open it. Click click. Is it a Guess. <laughs> yeah. You can lean on it. <laughs> lean on it. It breaks. You open it. It's a bathroom. Excellent. I. Walk in, close the door, use the bathroom because, like a civilized human being, instead of on the dirt like we have been the whole time. You, you, you walk in, <laughs> well, close the door you just broke. 
So he walks in. Slam it. More glass falls. So he breaks through the door. The bottom half falls off. He walks in and closes the top half. <laughs> you remember that bit in uh, Princess Bride where Andre the Giant pushes the door down, walks to the other side, and lifts it back up? Except only half the door is left. <laughs> well, then use that the other half, half up. and place it into the half where it fell from. It's like a puzzle. Just, just tip it. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and there's no water flowing in it either. You go, you find a desiccated and barren toilet. You're pretty certain there's grass growing in the bucket. You know what? It's better than outside. For my own sanity. Alright. I use the toilet. Sitting down or standing up? Yes. Right. Um, <laughs> if you have to sit down, you'll probably catch something. Probably standing up then? Okay. <laughs> well, well, while he's doing that, I'm going to see if I can open up this elevator shaft. Or your perception check. Uh, <laughs> something is alive. Yeah. Uh, two successes. He is about to make a toilet dwelling radioactive monster very, very upset. <laughs> you don't notice anything. So, uh, you head over to the elevator. Yes, I want to see if I can pry open the shaft. Sure. Make me a. Um, Industrial mechanics? Uh, strength body. Strength body is to pry it? Okay. Yep. Three, one, two, three, four, five. Uh, two Matisse, I need you to roll half your body. <laughs> two successes. Interesting. What does he do with the rest of his body? Just stand up? Basically, yeah. Two successes. Using the bathroom, All right. The other half. You take two points of physical damage as something leaps out of the toilet bowl and bites you in your gentleman region. <laughs> <laughs> and I need you to roll... That actually Half body for groin shot. <laughs> yep. And I need you to roll just your body again. Your whole body, though. Something's become a whole body sport. Uh, oh, wow. One, two, three, four, five, six, six isses. Ah, ah, ah. So now we listen for very loud, aggravated cursing in French. Uh, you take one point of physical damage as you feel a burning sensation radiating outward from the bite mark. What is down there? Uh, it has slipped away. It looked like a small reptile like cat. Uh, that leaped out, bit you, uh, and then ran off, and you now see sort of purplish discolorization and swelling where it bit you. <laughs> Finish peeing. <laughs> you can't! <laughs> the muscles have swollen too much. Alright. Put my pants back on. Okay. Walk out. Okay. Alright, uh, I'm gonna go to the other door. <laughs> how am I doing on prying this elevator? What, how, many, how many successes did you get? Two. Uh, so you're, you're, you can't, yeah. you're working on it. It's taking you a bit. Uh, go to the other door. It's locked. Lean. <laughs> Violently lean. It's an office. 
I still have an interior office space. Anything valuable looking in here? Uh, some old destroyed computers. Give me another body check. With minus two. Actually, follow... I'm just waiting for when he has to get this healed. <laughs> it um, sucks, because I'm probably going to be the one to do it. But a single success. <laughs> I'm so glad I don't have If I have first aid equipment and I have first aid skill... Uh, you oh, take wait, six points of physical damage. Magic. From what? Oh, no, I Poison. Have first... oh. Poison in your junk. <laughs> that was the burning sensation and the swelling. Ah, oh, it's still there. So if you're you said you have first aid. Lizard cat. When he was startled, did he make any noise? Uh... No, he actually because he because he got two successes on the body, he managed to not scream unless he wanted to. He did not scream like a girl. So he's and he's walking normally. Uh, not anymore. <laughs> I walk over. There was something in that office. Something uh, uh, venomous. Could you <laughs> heal? magic yeah, heal? I, I, yeah, I can't cure the poison, but I can heal. Heal the whatever, so it'll stop. That would be it'll, effective. I mean, it'll... What's your how many how much health have you lost so far? Uh, nine. Out of your what total? Thirteen. He's wow. looking very very pale. Okay. I'm gonna do a cast. Uh, four, five, Shadow run. Go level six. Even the cat's a lethal. <laughs> and in toilet. Shadow run. Watch out for the toilets. <laughs> What would it worse if you've been sitting down? Abandoned radioactive wasteland. I don't know. Look out for everything. Okay, uh, um, level six uh, healing. Okay, four six. Roll your dice. Four. Four hits and one. Uh, so you heal four. Three. And you need to uh, drain. What's the drain on heal? Drain on. Uh, it's going to be. Force minus what? Force minus four. Right. It'll be up to two. Yep. Oh, you can heal like all day long, can't you? Yes, I can do that all day long. So, so I can handle two, four. Okay. Don't feel anything. All right, so yeah, you have healed four. <laughs> Well, hang on, because the poison has another turn to affect him before you can heal him again. Oh, boy. Then you can roll body again. Uh, minus, with all of your, with your wounded penalty and a minus two on top of it. Antidote is a spell? Yeah, no, I don't have it. And probably take a medical kit. I have. I have one, too. You'd have to tell someone other than you. Uh, three successes. Well... One, two, three, four. See, I'm the one here who doesn't have a med kit and uh, doesn't care. You take two physical damage. All right. I... As the burning continues. Because <laughs> I imagine I see all this because I was interested in looking yeah, at that right. old other right. door. Yeah, no, you, 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 saw, you, you saw him putting a hand and healing him, and you see that he's not looking too terribly good right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How's that door coming along? Maybe another strength body check. Uh, three more. Oh, wait, sorry. That's a lot of dice. One, two, three, four, five more. At that point, you manage to... And open it up. There is a cable. It's mostly with this end. Just... Yeah. Yeah, there's a, there's a cable dangling in the middle of a empty shaft. Uh, is there a maintenance ladder? Yes, so on the far side. How much are you healing? How did I put the maintenance ladder on the far side, the idiot? 
Because there's maintenance hatches on the other side. Okay, that makes a little more sense. <laughs> maintenance is not supposed to be coming. Six. Seven. Oh, six. Still yeah, you have to be able to get to the maintenance uh, shaft. You have to get to the, ma- you have to get the maintenance ladder if the elevator is docked at the door. Yeah. So you can't come through the elevator. That's fair. How long does poison last? You don't know. Some of them burn out in an hour. Some of them last until you die. I'm going to go ahead and ask what he's... What happened? And also, do you need help with this? I'm asking. How much did you heal? Yeah, I say say something to heal. I healed him six points. All right. right. Took no no stun damage. All right. So he's asking you. Uh, You have to have uh, got him some sort of poison. Do I want to ask how? Is there no place? (laughs) I am not sure. (laughs) <laughs> is it still burning? Yeah. Yeah. This is the only. This is the only story he doesn't want to tell. <laughs> he's he's healing you, but the poison is still affecting you. So basically, he's just staving off the damage you're taking. By the way, roll more body. I'm going to go ahead and get the med kit out, and I guess whatever kind of anti venom anti venom I've got. Uh, yeah, there should be some anti-venom in a med kit. Yeah. Uh, Is it topical or ingested? Typically, it's uh, it's injected. Four <laughs> successes. You'd have to you'd have to inject oh, at the girl. at the at the bite point though to make sure you get all of it, and especially you'd have to, you'd probably have to also check to see if whatever bit him didn't leave its fangs in because some poisonous creatures leave their fangs in. Mm-hmm. And if the fangs are still in there, it doesn't matter if you put anti-venom in, it's just going to re-poison him later. <laughs> or whatever or whatever poison injection unit they use. Yeah. Or venom. Where's the bite point? Did I take any damage that time? What'd you roll? Four. No, you didn't take any damage this time, but you're still feeling woozy. Did you roll well, your wound penalty in a minus two? I don't have a wound penalty right now, but Did I you roll a minus, minus two? two. Okay, good. So he asked he you where the bite point was. Yeah. Oh. Um. It was specifically. Yeah. Like very specifically. Yep. On your gentleman's because, sausage. Because the, 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 the thing jumped out and grabbed the first thing. That yeah. Saw. The first thing that it saw. It was the closest thing to it. Um. I mean, you know. How is the French gentleman going to deal with this topic? <laughs> I'm a French nationalist, not a French gentleman. <laughs> Sorry, what is the French way to say? At this point, because there's no more hiding it, there's no reason to be ashamed of it, I drop my pants. <laughs> <laughs> so the troll just goes... Huh. <laughs> where, where is he doing this right Everybody now? In the middle of the room. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm already focused on... So, Cadmus, you open the you open the door? All right, got it. Hey, guys, turn back and just see Troll Dick. <laughs> now, see, I wasn't turning back. No, the green monkey just... <laughs> I, I was inspecting the elevator shaft. How far... This is a freight elevator, you said. Yes. yes. How far of a jump is it to the other side to get to, that, to the ladder? Uh, it's about 15 feet. Is that something that I could feasibly make? Not at your height. Not at my. <laughs> could I, if I, may, if I made the jump and fell a bit, would that's I be like able to walk catch the ladder? Oh, there's a walkway. There's a walkway. Yeah. Okay, then I'm gonna walk around to the ladder. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna need you to make me a dexterity acrobatics. I think it is agility. Agility. Agility acrobatics. Yeah. The rest of you in the room. So, 
Trolls are bigger than everybody else in the metahuman, in every sense of the word. In addition to that, so you don't need a microscope. It's swollen and turning purple. Just so you all have the visual. I have two successes for getting around the walkway. You sort of shimmy around the walkway. You have no idea what's going I sort on of out there. Stare off into space for a moment in a an expression of complete life recontemplation. <laughs> it's like, why did I do this? It's really amazing. Why did I ask? <laughs> I'm gonna not telling anyone I have a mech. Logic first aid. <laughs> I'm not yeah, there. That's also going to include where, where are you right I'm now? I'm in the elevator time. shaft. She's going to go yeah. follow you okay. as soon Logic as this birthday. happens. <laughs> you don't see? <laughs> no. Turn walk. Turn. Oh, God. Right. Composure roll, maybe? Um. No. I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Just give me a... You need a willpower logic roll? <laughs> no, I'm playing. Uh, so how, how first aid did you first aid? Three successes. Alright, so you determined that the fangs were not left in. Thank goodness. Um, and that just a, a simple injection uh, will will deal with it after a while. Um, it's swollen a lot, so you imagine there's built-up toxins in the tissue. You're going to want to inject there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm climbing down the ladder. <laughs> All right. Gilda's like right behind. <laughs> All of a sudden, Gilda's there with you. Make me a make me an agility acrobatics check. Okay. <clears throat> Gilda got there really quick. <laughs> oh well, you're here at least. Let's see what's down here. Ting right. ting ting ting. What what am I rolling? Uh, agility acrobatics. Okay. Give me another. Give me another first edge. I think that's well, gymnastics. Yep. Right. Yeah, I think it gotcha. is. Uh, yeah, gymnastics. Sorry. The gymnastics group flies. Yeah. No, no. Gymnastics is the skill. Athletics oh, is, is the group. Is the acrobatics group? Athletics is the group. Sorry. That's right. We have one athletics, not gymnastics. What? Two successes. All right. Uh, you feel a bit. You feel. You feel a small pinch as a needle gets injected. Yep. You feel another different burning sensation. Are you still astrally, astrally uh, projecting? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> the tiki mask is laughing at you. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, the, bur- oh, yeah. The, the 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 secondary burning sensation starts to take overtake the other burning sensation. I need you to roll one more body check. Awesome. At a minus two or not? Uh, yes, still at a minus two. Nice. You get over there quick. Okay. <laughs> All right, you you manage to resist the the last bits of poison damage as the anti venom begins to work. You're still down a few points. No, I'm I'm full. Um, <clears throat> your pants are still around your ankles, but um, no, I, I wait till the till it seems to have worked. Thank you. Pull my pants up. Zip in button and belt. And uh, walk over to the elevator shaft. <laughs> as soon as you turn around to walk over there, I, I tap you on the shoulder and kind of turn you around a little bit. We never talk about this. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> and don't say also, we, you're, you're, an el- you're an elf. It was as big as your forearm, too, by the way. 
Thank you for the description. Uh, I'm, I'm sure you just need to do it. I go over it's to the true. elevator shaft. I have to know. I have to let your character know exactly how uncomfortable they are. <laughs> I can only hope I found something to inject into quickly. I <laughs> uh, head over to the elevator shaft. Mm-hmm. It's open. You see Cadmus and Gilda climbing down. Gilda's almost like on top of Cadmus. <laughs> You're not certain why, but Cadmus is like, "Would you please stop? You're going to kick me down." Um, <laughs> She's like, "It's close to you as she can be." I begin walking down. You just do 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 yes. do. Do you have that ability? Yes, I do. All right. Does it require a roll? Nope. So yeah, uh, you guys just sort of see. You see. Uh, Potentially in an, potentially out of embarrassment, him just step off the ledge and disappear. <laughs> so how far down is this? We look. If I look down. You walk over and look, and you see him walking down. Uh, it goes a distance. Okay. Like you see one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten doors, <clears throat> all going down. Fantastic. I will. I will go uh, rejoin. Uh, I, I will catch up to them because I imagine I can go faster than they can. You can. How far down are you guys going? Uh, I'm going to the bottom. That's what I was about to say. All the way down. Yeah. Uh, as, as I catch up. So, fearless leader, where are we going? <laughs> uh, there's a, there's a troll walking down the wall next to you. <laughs> We're heading to the bottom because that's likely where they keep the most dangerous toys. Seems fair enough. Walking alongside, yep. keeping pace. Guys, are you going to go over to the ladder? Yeah. All right, give me a agility uh, gymnastics to get around the um, the get around the maintenance ledge. Right. Physical adepts, by the way, man. No, no, they do silly things. Physical adepts are awesome. I love phys- I love me some physical adepts. Um, every once in a while, I'll have to grab onto the ladder because I can only walk on the walls for so long. But I just you know, yep. grab onto it, hold for a second, keep walking. Sounds good. One success. How many successes? How many? One. You managed to get over to the ladder. Start climbing down. I'm actually, um... The office, you said, mainly just have some computers in it? Yep. Okay. But they're not powered up. Yeah, yeah. Um... And there was, like, another door at the other end, but... I'm not going to risk anything away from the party. I'm going to go ahead and... See, dwarves are poison resistant. Yes, I have that right now. (laughs) (laughs) Potentially also wouldn't have been bitten in the same place, so... (laughs) Not me. (laughs) It takes you guys a while, but are you going to go down? Oh, right, yeah. Agility gymnastics. So you two, uh, the, the three of you, uh, you you and uh, uh, Cadmus, Gilda, and Matisse reach the bottom first, obviously. Uh, Eon is a bit further behind you guys. He's moving a bit slower. That's only one success, but... As is... Uh, uh, as is... Um, Cassio. Cassio. I hit the bottom, flick out my shotgun arm, and turn on the flashlight on my trophy, and just... Scan the area. That's yeah, dark, and there's a closed freight elevator door. You passed the actual elevator itself a couple floors up. Okay. So the elevator was stopped, like, it was like a, floor, a couple floors at like B7. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I see that there's nothing here. 
Switch to welding torch. Cut this door off. You cut it off, not pry open? Yeah, because prying open took, a, took too long. Alright. Uh, make me a... Industrial mechanics. Industrial mechanics roll. Yeah. yeah. Better. I'm way better at that. When that door was pried open, was it damaged? In prying it open, I would... Potentially. Like, visibly. Uh, no, no, no. It was just opened. You, like, you'd have to get into the mechanics to find out if it was broken. So, I hope Matisse has learned not to pee in strange places. It was a toilet! It's like the <laughs> least strange place! Uh, is this technically physical or mental limit? Uh, this will be physical limit. So six is what I'm at. Alright. Alright. So you... Tink, tink, tink. Alright, let's see what fancy toys they've got hidden away. Walk She's on like through. On top of you. Could you please not <laughs> lean on me? I kind of need that arm for shooting things. Takes like half a Matisse is right behind you. <laughs> Come to think of it, how tall are you? Is it um waist height? Oh, yeah. Like average dwarf height, yeah. Waist height for you, yeah. So Eye level. Yeah. Yeah, no, she's on top of you. <laughs> if the two of you have some kind of tension, could you please work it out not on my shoulders? I do not have any problem with any civilized people in this party. <laughs> yes, make sure you work out that tension. <laughs> I see the structure of that sentence and I choose to ignore it. Uh, so you find yourself in an unlit hallway. Uh, Flashlight. Corridor. Flashlight uh, shotgun. Sort of safe. You're sort of like on a catwalk with safety rails above what look like to be uh, conduit pipes. Mm-hmm. This looks like power source. Maybe, probably. Try and follow the pipes. See if I can find a. You know, they're definitely conduit piping. Uh, potentially power source, but uh, it sort of snakes down underneath the catwalk. Um, and as you walk, tink, 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 tink. The catwalk occasionally breaks off to the left and right, uh, having more doors. These are like these are sort of hermetically sealed doors, though, not things that you can so just pry open. Yeah. yeah. Um, tink, 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 tink. The, the conduits occasionally break off to either direction and then continue on. Um, after walking for a good five, ten minutes, you find another door that has a uh, you know it has a, a sign on it. It's sort of, it's it's closed down. It's written in Turkish. Yep. Uh, you two are just now getting to the bottom of the elevator shaft. I want my uh, my trophy, Montag. If you could get over here, we've got a door written in the native tongue. And I'd like to know what it says. So well, I just got to the bottom, so I'm probably right behind it now. No, no, you're you're a good ten minutes back. Oh, <clears throat> right. You guys are moving slowly down the ladder. All right. <laughs> Intentionally sure. not trying to catch up to Matisse. Well, also, with a one on the gymnastics check, it t- you were being very, very careful not to fall. Alright, I'll be over there in a second, unless you can send me some transcription of it. Uh, can I take a photo with the trophy? Yeah, you didn't scan it. Translating. Uh, it says, uh, power plant. Power plant. Perfect. Might be, what we're, might be part of what we're looking for. And I get to 
cutting this door open. Alright. Uh, make me a industrial mechanics check with a minus two penalty. Minus two for how thick the door is, probably? You'll find out. Alright. <clears throat> I look at the door. How big is this door? Bigger than you. It, but it's, it's like a, this is a, a sturdy, like, blast-type door. Yeah, this is, a, this is a sealed door. This is not a lean-into-me door. No. You can try. Five successes. The welding torch blows out of your hand. That's interesting because it's attached to my hand. Yeah, you look and where it's attached is gone. Um, well, Matisse, you hear a ting, 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 ting behind you. That's interesting. There's a welding torch on the ground behind you. That's impressive. You look at the door. You're still in your astral projection mode, aren't you? Yeah. Uh, so mm-hmm. you now realize that the tiki faces are connected to this door. Ah, this would be the uh, magical counterpoint. Magically powered facility. No, it's a magic barrier. Was it supposed Possibly. to do that? She points to you. No, no, it wasn't. It was supposed to cut through the door. The if, door. You could, if you could retrieve that for me, The door please. was supposed to do exactly that. The door does not like your torch. The tiki faces are laughing. In fact, it is amused by your ethos. I reaffix the, the, the cutting torch to the slot in my, in my arm. It actually broke the mount. Blasted, stupid magic. Do you need a hand with it? <laughs> you know, I still have a shotgun in this arm. I can kill you for puns like that. Please. Ah. Mm. You do have a shotgun, but I would like to remind you, I am a troll. Shotguns aren't good on trolls. Actually, they're very good on trolls because they do a lot of damage and have armor piercing. Missiles are better. <laughs> Flamethrowers are the best. I'm still waiting for mine. Just saving up some cash. Um, look at the door. Can't really punch magic. Yes, you can. I mean, I can. You specifically can. Can I, can I punch the tiki face? Like where it's tethered? You could certainly try. I'd like to, while he's while he's doing I'd like that, to grapple the tiki face. While he's doing that with the door. With um, my bare hands. Sure. What so uh unarmed strike? Uh, this will be uh using your magic rather than your physical. While he while he's doing that, what would it be to fix the mount for my welding torch? <laughs> uh, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a uh, cyber technology logic cyber technology. What what are you fixing it logic. with? The rest the other ma- hand? <laughs> taking like taking a tool off manually the way it's supposed to be and using my other hand. Yeah, they're mounted in, they're not like attached, okay. permanently attached. Um so use magic instead of strength? Yep. Okay. Or what about agility? Use magic instead of agility too? Yeah. A magic instead of whatever physical stat you were going to use. Two oh. successes. Oh wow. I'm a, I'm a punch something really well. I'll repair it properly later when I got actual workshop. Don't break your fists on trying to punch a Maddox magically One, reinforced metal two, door while three, the healer is away. Four, five, six, seven. Roughly this point in time, you guys are getting there. As he's punching the door. That would be easier to heal. Seven, two. Yeah. To have discussions with this magical thing. So you rear back and go, and the mouth opens up where you were going to hit. Your fist passes through, and the teeth clamp back down. I'd like to rip its face off. First, I need you to roll um, willpower and, and just willpower. 
because it's just straight magic damage. Yep. Could you please stop getting bitten? No. This is one wasn't poisoned. We don't know that yet. Sure. This one's in a better spot. Only one success. You take three points of strain damage. It could be magical or stun damage. That I can't deal with. And your arm, your 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 you sort of like your fist gets sort of blown back, and it continues to laugh at you. Interesting. That was a lot of successes too. Mm-hmm. It rolled. It rolled against you and succeeded better. Look at this face. <clears throat> Interesting trick you have there. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I believe one of your specialties is getting things out of your way without having to use your fists. But the problem is magic is involved. These are magic. This uh, material, I say, pulling out a gel. You know, there were there were a, there were a couple of women that I knew at one point who talked about their magic hands too. Were there any other doors on? I'm guessing there were other doors on the passageway. Well, right yep, they were. You upside the head. It's um, mostly metal up there. Ting, ting. I'm gonna read signs and see if I can find. Where some doors are going. Um, most of these are down here are power conduit and R and D. Power conduits, R and D. All right. Um, R and D might have some. Doors are all closed. I'll try to e- find one of the doors. Are they all doors as tough as this one? No, no I'm guessing. Yeah. Oh, they are. Mm-hmm. Great. So our friendly neighborhood and, mage, and you can, can sort of see that the tiki masks while they're connected to this door. The uh, the, the other to, doors uh, in the hallway have that same candy color, like candy stripe uh, color uh, swirling auras to them. Okay. Similar to the eyes on the tiki masks. So they're likewise warded, just not as... They seem like they're probably a part of the same ward. Okay, so I guess this floor is basically out of the question right now. Well, the wards are emanating from this door, but they are protecting all the doors on this hall. So if we can figure out some kind of a way to break open this door, we're breaking open all of them. Although, now that I think of that... If we find a way to remove the magic from this door... It's a magic... Yeah, it's a magic barrier. It's it's on the physical and the the plane. So it has to be taken care of in both areas. So you gotta... If you can go into the other plane and bust through it there, and then we blow it on this side... Is the problem is... Do you not have any magic sources? Uh, yeah, I can do a... a Counterspelling might work. A what? You can try to counterspell it. Counterspell? It's a ward. Uh, actually, now that we're talking about this, I have a little bit of a worry uh, that these doors on this level are sealed for a reason. What did you say these doors were? Power plant, power conduits, research and development. What were they working on in R&D that they wanted to magically seal these doors? Well, what were they working on? Magic is the hottest thing on the market. I mean, they were working on R and D. This is a weapons <laughs> yeah. facility. Some kind of weapons, yeah. And we've already talked about the kind of weapons that Korea made. The same the things down here are the same kind of weapons that caused this whole apocalypse mess. Maybe. And if any of them are still alive and kicking and we open up those seals. Let's go up a few floors. Let's check the other floors before we come back down here. 
I am absolutely See if we can find some wreck and looks at what they were doing. I've got a battery pack if we can find an independent computer. There were computers up in the upstairs office. Those are not going to be the computers we want. Yeah, we're going to want something down here. I don't know, there are other doors there. There could have possibly been. Wait, you want to go up one level and see what's... Let's go up a floor at a time, see what we've got. Sounds good. Okay. We start getting to things that aren't remarkably intimidating. So, up the first floor? Yep. Tink, tink, tink. Tink. <laughs> Walk in, you find uh, the floor above, you find another uh, catwalk-like hallway. Um, you see more candy stripe swirls and the tiki masks still, like, sort of emanating from that door, but still coming up through the building. The wards are also seeming to be on these doors as well. What are these doors for you guys? Um, R&D, 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 uh, personnel, and uh, network core. While he's doing that, I'm going to walk up, pry open each hallway, and see if there are any doors that are not warded. Uh, for the the bottom five floors, all have warded doors. The upper five floors seem to be more office space, and so like they immediately open out into office space uh, with computers, terminals. Oh, there we go. Talk That's about trophy. So it looks like floors six through ten are entirely warded, and they are research and development and the like. Floors one through five appear to be offices, and they are not warded. Let's see what we can find in the office computers, and if there's nothing relevant, we'll see if we can't get into that network core. Alright. Seems like a plan. I guess head for whatever the most important-looking offices are. Those are probably going to be executives. Uh, yeah, the executive, the executive offices are on floor five. Okay. Although, although there were... Uh, do you go and inspect the signs on the other warded uh, hallways? Yeah, yeah. I, I followed along inspecting everything. Right. So... Uh, the so tenth floor is R and D and power core. Ninth floor is R and D and network core and some personnel offices. Um, seventh floor, oh sorry, uh, the eighth floor is executive offices. Um, and executive offices and communications uh, bunker. The seventh, the eighth floor, sorry, the seventh floor. Is R and D, R and D, R and D, R and D, R and D. The sixth floor is Armory, um, and uh, 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 Armory uh, Drone uh, Drone uh, Stations and Drone Corps. No one of the party was on the drone. That was on the eighth floor again. It was Executive and Executive Suites. Okay. Executive in the communication bunker. And the communication bunker. That's right. Uh, the things on floor six seem to be what we're actually looking for, but... Let's see Everything else seems like valuable information if we can get to it. Exactly. So you guys go to floor five. Um, this looks like offices. Um, you find, like, accounting and HR personnel uh, signs. All the computers are powered off. There are no lights. Alright, uh, i see if I can find one of the uh, more important computers and attach my battery pack to the computer. Uh, all of the computers are terminals, which means that they have internal wiring that connects into the building. Okay. They're not, like, plugged into a wall. Alright, so they're all basically their own independent power sources. Well, no, they're all wired into the building's power source. Yeah, like the wired power, power yeah. yeah. Uh, can I hotwire one of these computers? You can try 
Hardware? M- make me, yeah, hardware roll. There's plenty of them. If you power surge one of them, hopefully it won't be too bad. Yeah, I've got there's like rows upon rows of these computers. Sure. Where? What? What kind of computer are you, are you getting into? Uh, one of the manager computers, if I can. Where? Uh, like accounting management, maybe. Sure. By the way, mm-hmm. on those other fours, was there any kind of correlation with radiation or any other readings we can get on the trophies? Not really. The no. In, right. Inside, interestingly enough, once you got inside and down the elevator shaft, the guard counter like sort of completely stopped. Yeah, it was radiation proof and all. And it also didn't get directly Uh If this is mental limit, then it's seven, but if it's physical limit, I'm just going to It's going to be mental limit. And seven. Uh, yeah, so you managed to pop out some wires, hook them to your portable battery. It looks like it's asking for login credentials. <sighs> this is where I wish we had Derek. Or whatever the name of the decker was. Derek. Was it Derek? Yep. yep. Uh, well, better do the best I can. Um, see if I can hack it. Software. Uh, hacking? Oh, yeah. Yeah, hacking. Sorry. Logic hacking. Fortunately, logic I'm good at. And I'll, I'll be on hand to translate mm-hmm. things from Turkish. Two successes. Password denied. Stupid. Does it look like it has like a, a number of a number of tries before lockout system? Yes. Has it, has, does it list how many? Three. Three. Okay. Try again. Uh, Don't flub. Only one. Password denied. So I'm gonna use one of my two edge to uh, push the limits. Okay. That's two dice. My sixes explode, and I break my limits. Give me sixes. There's at least one six. Two sixes. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Get back here. There went the dice. It ran away. The magical the dice to go. sixes. It cocked. Seven. Uh... Password accepted. You open it up. Uh, it's got a desktop. There's a recycling bin, a couple of folders. And it's just like accounting information, a name, project folders. Uh, let me have a look at the project folders. Uh, looks like it, it, it has a couple of uh, text documents and like Excel spreadsheets. This is mostly like accounting projects, not the actual like internal. Yeah. Are they well? Actually, accounting needs to track where the money is going for all of these projects. Mm-hmm. So let me see what the names they've got on these money transfers are. Uh, you have code name Falcon is getting X amount of do- X amount of million. Yeah. Uh, code name Elephant X amount of million. Uh, code name Samurai X amount of million, and code name Knight X amount of million. So, Falcon, Elephant, Samurant, four four primary projects mm-hmm. that seem to be going on here. That that were active, that were the last, that were not closed out. Yeah. Uh, looks like they had four different main projects they were funneling Nguyen into. Falcon, Samurai, Elephant, Knight. Uh, 
see if I can get network access. Nope. I mean, there is. I mean, the access. network's offline, so. Yeah, <laughs> I'm be able to. All you've got is what's on this computer. Yeah. Well, it's something at least. Um, anything? Any other information in these files that seems that seems relevant of note? It's all money. Mm. Bank account numbers, routing numbers, transfer line. All of which is numbers. useless without any government to like, support the primary union. How how big, like how big budget are we talking here? Are we so talking like night, a couple million dollars? Are we talking a couple so billion? Night night seems to have had the most amount of money put into it. And it's not K-N-I-G-H-T, not N-I-G-H-T. Yeah. Um, it seems, it, it, it has had, like, uh, in the millions of New Yen. Um, actually, no, sorry, it's had, it's had in the billions of New Yen. Okay. Um, so it's a decent-sized government project. Samurai, Samurai Elephant and Falcon all have had uh, only a, a couple hundred million New Yen put into it, but uh, they had a, they had a uh, Samurai in particular had a sudden spike uh, in New Yen being paid into it recently. Mm-hmm. Well, recently, as far as the, as far as the computer, apocalypse yeah. Does it have a list of addresses of all the old um, people that were sending stuff? No. This is just the money. Just it just cares about money went out, money came in. Yep. <clears throat> and right, where and what projects they went to. Yeah. All right. Well, that's. Not everything, but it's at least something useful. Uh, jack out of the computer. See if you can copy out all those. Uh... Yeah, I'll copy all the information onto my onto my trophy. It's yeah. not a lot, but sure. Yeah. Do you think you could perchance find a security computer? Uh, if you can direct me to a security office, I'll I maybe can. I'll track one down. Uh, security office seems like it would have been attached to the armory. All right. Um. Anything else on the floor other than accounting stuff? Accounting and HR. Accounting and so, accounting and HR. Anything so, we know HR for? Mr. Magic Fist, do you think you can punch one of these lesser doors without getting bit back? Does it look like the ward might be less strong there? Uh, you don't know. You'd have to try it. Can you always give it the good try? Go down to... You said Armory was on 6-4? Six six. Yes. Go to Armory. Okay. The tiki face isn't attached to here, right? It you can still see it, but it's not. It's like... emanating up from the bottom floor. Well, let's try. Let's try to magic punch it. All right. Wow, we're going punch. Numbers, numbers, numbers. Is this your magic rolling? No, no. Oh, okay, now. Yeah, it's just your magic. Remember? Okay, that was five. Your magic punch. Some of them went up under. Uh, so you don't get the feedback. But you go... Ping! Nothing happens? None seems to. Um, what happens if I press into it directly? Into what? Into the, into the ward. Into the door. Ward thing. Can you try? I try. Yeah. Actually, from the punch, did it just sound entirely metallic? Yeah. To uh, you cause, guys. Because I'm, I'm hitting both at once. I'm in yeah. both yeah. rounds. Yeah, he hit the door and the ward at the same time. Like, if I... If I if but I, there's not even, like, a dent on the door. If I try to force the door in magic mode, what happens? You can try. I'm, that's what I'm trying. Yeah, magic. Uh, it would be magic willpower. Instead of strength body. 
I'm, I'm guessing there's no, like, consoles for opening these doors or anything. Not, I mean, there's, like, an electric lock with, like, a thing in it, but it's powered down. Six successes. Right. Really well. Right. Uh, you start to open the door, and the ward starts to sort of frazzle, and then you hear the tiki's laughing. Always bad. I need you to roll willpower. Just willpower? Just willpower. We got enough resisting magic, willpower. right? Yes. Cool. <laughs> two successes. Uh, you take two more points of strain, and your concentration breaks. And you sort of have to let go, and the ward shoom, seals back up. So there are two levels of protection on these doors. The first level is the obvious world. That is not a problem. It can be forced trial and error. The secondary problem is that there is some sort of... Does it look like a spirit? Maybe. Does it look like something's been... Does it look like something's been summoned, or more of just something's being represented by this? You... Because it's reacting to you, you think it's a spirit of some kind. There appears to be some sort of spirit specifically trying to stop these doors from being... The wards from being tampered with, specifically. Well, you're familiar with these uh, summon spirits, Eon. You think you can do something about it? I don't remember. Break through. Uh, you could banish a spirit. Temporal. If it's a spirit, you can banish it. Yeah, That's a conjuring banishing roll. Yeah, you really want to banish this whole thing because that would. First off, you probably can't. Second off, oh, no, you would never get on the lower levels. Oh, no, actually, the wards are still in the, the wards are separate. If we can banish the spirit we protecting the, the wards, we can break the wards one by one. Yeah. If there is something inside those lower rooms that they don't want getting out... If they get out, then we run. No, or, no we kill it. <clears throat> Unless it climbs elevator shafts faster Who than cares? we do. <laughs> in which case, is why I have 10 open kilos first. of C4. You deal with one thing at a time. At this point, we're either getting something out of this facility or we're not. And yeah, we... might banish... Uh, pretty low, but... Is banishing also... a separate skill, or is it just yeah, conjuration? Banishing is a complex action. It's, you make it's an opposed banishing economy. plus magic astral test. It's been reagents uh, to set the limit of this test. But you can also kill spirits. And this test is opposed by the spirit's force, the plus the summoner's magic of the spirit bound. If I go into the astral plane and blast them, I could kill I them. I mean, I too. can punch the spirit, you can punch but the, yeah. I have to get to it. <clears throat> yeah. Um, also, I'm not super effective against things that fight willpower. Oh, yeah. Well, I would be okay with that, except... I, kind of, I, I just don't remember the technical... Uh, to banish a spirit? You, no, no, no. It's a well, to, to, well, to, to, to uh, fighting on the astral plane, uh, I do have to do it both. You have, no, both you, you have to project yourself into the yeah, astral plane. Project, you can't project. do both. Yeah, can. no. Well, I can deal. That's just an action. You just you focus and you project yourself into the astral plane. Right. And then you exist sort of in a spirit form yeah. on the astral plane. And leave my body behind. Yeah. And go up there and do astral stuff. Are the walls similarly protected to the doors? The problem is, if it is a spirit, it will be intelligent enough to figure out you are trying to breach. Maybe not. Also, walls are typically way thicker than doors. 
especially walls of these nature. And explosives are bad underground. If I'm using enough to blow the, the walls out... Yeah, yeah, I wasn't suggesting you, it. If you, blow enough, if you use enough to blow the walls out, the rest of the building comes down on top of you. Especially <laughs> because there's an armory full of explosive things, so just a little bit too much and bad stuff starts happening. Probably. So what you want to do? <laughs> Yeah, run a banish is just, uh, is that just my magic? Uh, yeah, magic banishing. banishing plus magic. Yeah, okay. I mean, you've got a lot of magic, at least. i got magic, at least. And you can spend an edge to get two extra dice. No, I can't. Do you not have any edge? Uh, your edge automatically starts at one. Does it? Everybody has no. one point of edge. Uh, elf, no, zero. I, no, no. it starts at zero. Your, everyone's edge is starts <laughs> no, at one, one except for humans. No. The zero is your special points that you can add to your edge or is magic. It? Oh, well then maybe you have one edge. We'll, we'll say you have one edge. <clears throat> okay. Except for humans, humans start with two edge. Because they're all edgy like in, that. Okay. In the metatype book, it'll say, yeah. like on the metatype list, it'll say hum, elf. Yeah, one or yeah you start with one it's edge. A, okay. So it's just a zero to three on the thing. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's how much um, points you can spend on your edge to improve it. All right. You can, yeah, you can spend those points on your <clears throat> edge or your magic. So. What? Okay, if I spend an edge point, what? Yeah. You get two extra dice. What? Extra you one extra. Your edge level worth of the extra oh, dice. Oh, yeah, my edge is one, true. one extra dice. You get one extra die. Yeah. One, one, six one extra explode. die. Your sixes explode, and you break your limits. Yep. Oh right. That's assuming you spend it before, and if you spend it afterwards, you get fewer advantages. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But okay, I'll try it. You can also burn your edge to yeah. succeed. Yeah, you can burn your you can burn your you can burn your point of edge to get four other successes. Okay, well I can I'll try it. What the heck? Six and another one. How many, how many successes did you roll? <laughs> one six and two ones. <laughs> well, it was it was one six and one one, and I rolled my six. How many dice did you roll? Only six. Oh, I supposed to roll another one. Yeah. Another one. <laughs> you rolled another one. Yeah, three ones and a six. Hey, critical glitch. <laughs> Fortunately, it's an opposed roll. <laughs> anyway, yeah. All he needs to do is glitch. Well, it's, it's not a critical glitch, because he did make at least one success. So I had one, well, no, but... Your six... Well, yeah, but my... Yeah, so you had one success, so it's just a glitch. So yeah, you focus. Which means it still can still succeed. You focus. Yeah. And you hear laughter. Yep. Nothing happens. <clears throat> you hear laughter much more clearly. The Tiki's laughing at him. But, see, spirits take physical damage from magic on our plane if they, are, if they coexist. If it's the not, problem is this thing doesn't a, seem to exist on our plane. What? I died. It but if it's, if it's biting you and stuff, it's... It's, it's biting me because I'm on the astral plane. Oh. Yeah. It is. Oh, there it is. I'm in both planes at once. Like, if you yeah, actually no, project, I know, I know. you still you make see a, uh, You can make a uh, logic arcane... A, a logic... I think it's arcane? Yeah. Yeah, you can make a logic arcane roll if you want to get some more information. Come on, get, oh, my goodness. Three, three hits. Logic Arcana, three hits. Yeah. Uh, so what? From what you can tell, from what he's explaining to you, and what you've experienced trying to banish it, it seems like this is some sort of guardian spirit that's been anchored to this door or to this building as a whole. Um, it's not physically in the. Re- it's not in the physical world, but it is affecting the physical yes, world. 
um, it would probably be easier to deal with it in the astral plane. If I went, if I went totally into the astral plane instead of fourth, yeah, because I, mean, I, I would just like because away. because at that point at that point you're you're be you're able to right. affect it directly, right, and not trying to deal with shenanigans on this end. Right. It's way easier to kill a spirit than it is to banish it That's when it's only in the astral plane. So I'm going to try to pass into the astral plane. Shall we uh, team up with Felsis? Two on one? Yeah. You want to go, go into the astral plane? All right. I mean the astral plane. Here. I'm here. Well, when I go, I'm, I'm, I don't have any physical but it's just my, my mind well, going Well, you can cast spells, though. Yeah, I can cast spells. That's what I'm going to do. Alright, let me double check here. <clears throat> and let me oh. double check how how you move into the astral plane. How my combat and stuff works in the astral plane. Yeah, I, I think I actually just use all my physical stats because I'm just there. It depends I on what so. you're punching. Uh, astral plane. Astral combat. Here we go. Uh. All right, before we go, we'll take a 10 minute break. Uh, for 10 minutes. What is your, what is your, that'll give me, that'll give me, uh, I can, I can pull back one. Oh yeah, oh, oh, in the game, 10 minute break. Oh, yeah. Sorry, yeah, I was like, okay, okay. <laughs> in the game. Engraving and stuff on my Sure, handle. yeah, you guys can take a minute. So it looks so, like a, uh, Actually, we've got as long as we want, so we want to rest for like a full hour, get ready. Do do because I've got some stun damage too, we can just get rid of our stun damage. So you guys, yeah, you guys can sit down and rest. Okay. Cool. So I can get back to you. That'll give me an extra die. So, okay, an hour later. It just has fancy little engraving and stuff, and it looks vaguely like, save for the actual machinery of it, a, uh, like, early, uh, kind of like a flintlock pistol that you'd okay. expect to see on some fancy nobleman. There's, like, sort of a, the, like, sort of a flowery, on highly filigreed, kind of engraved looking. Yeah. You didn't get a, you didn't get an astral focus, you didn't get a weapon focus, did you? Well, it doesn't have that. <laughs> yeah, well, I got throwing, throwing weapons. I can use no, 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 I like a, a weapon foci. No, no. I Those can be used in the astral plane. No, just my spell casting. Yep. I mean, okay. Uh, so what's your astral, what's your astral, what's your magic rating? Magic rating is six. So yeah, you can you can you can um, you can stay in the astral in the astral realm for twelve hours if you need to. I'm hoping it's not gonna take it. Oh, and you you use different you use your yep. mental stats for your physical stats, and they yep. they have the correlation on them. It does indeed for yes. you because you are purely projecting. I'm right. dual natured, which means I just use my stats. <laughs> yep. Okay. All right, so how many of you are going to be helping out? I think that the two of us are the only people who can go into astral. Does Holly not have the ability to actually perceive? No, I don't think you do. All right, so. Let me chill check. I definitely don't. No, you no. definitely don't. No. All right, so you actually project. Okay. So you sit down and sort of like adopt a meditative pose and focus. And, uh, Matisse, you see... The great babe can show up with me, too. Though. Yeah, he's he there. Me, yeah, he's so. there. He, he doesn't I'm just show up. He's been there. He's been, he is. He's there the whole time. Right. Okay. Um, so you, you watch and you see uh, his, like, sort of body 
pulse and the aura, the colorful auras that were sort of flickering on him, detach from his body and and distend out into an avatar of himself. What does your astral body look like? It can look like anything. Um, it looks like a representation of your mental state. So no. it looks like a marathon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, let's see. What's my? Thing look like? It can look just uh, like you. Really tall and thin, and you know, long fingers, and yeah. So this this gangly, this gangly, almost alien-like uh, figure sort of just unfolds from the back of uh, of Eon and sort of pushes itself off. And you see uh, inside where the ape was. You see a featureless green humanoid sort of standing there waiting. Um, as you separate yourself from your body, and you can see yourself tethered to your form, shaking the table. Probably me. Yep. And you can you can you can distinctly see your body there that yeah. you've separated from. My only way to move on. And you look forward, and you see this <laughs> giant tiki face, this giant sort of dual tiki face, looking down at you. I look up at it. Poof. All right, so let's go ahead and roll some astral initiative. Yes, how do you, how do you calculate that? Your astral initiative is um, uh, intuition four. times two. Intuition, okay. Plus three six. Three six. Yep, three six. Okay, all right. I never rolled that up. And my astral initiative is just my initiative, I think, because again, I'm yeah. physically locked here. Well, no. Uh, yeah, actually, yeah, it's just your regular initiative. Adepts, we take complex rules and punch them in the face. You do. Ooh. I do the same stuff no matter where I'm at. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So. There we go. Alright, so the Astral Beast, the Beast Spirit, has a 24 initiative. The Wall has an initiative. Oh boy. The Wall has an initiative? Yeah. Yes. It's a spirit. It's spirit. Oh, sorry. <laughs> the Spirit Wall. <laughs> sorry, I'm out of thinking. What's your initiative? 25. Good. 25, and your initiative? 18. 18. Alright, so the Tiki Face... Starts off by laughing. As it is wont to do. It kind of does that. And as it laughs, a magical pulse ripples out from it. And I need uh, all of you to roll willpower. Um, yeah, just roll willpower. Any of us in the real space? No, just them. Just the people in the astral room. Oh, do we get to dodge anything, or are we just soaking here? You can, yeah, you can try to spend your your reaction to dodge if you want. Cool. Because I'd like to do that. Uh, so spend five points to dodge the bananas out of this. All right. That plus that three. All right, you take two points of strain damage. Alright, I roll one, two, three, four, five, 
Five successes to dodge. You duck underneath this wave of magical energy that sort of passes by you. And you guys watching, you see him just sort of sitting there passively, and Matisse just goes, Whoop! Um, ducking seemingly nothing. All right, and that makes it... Well, since you used five of your stuff, that makes it the ape's turn. Uh, the humanoid green figure, and you guys just see the ape sort of look up, trundle over towards the door, raise its hands, and push out. You guys see the humanoid figure move closer, raise its hand, and a large green spike sort of coalesces between its hands, and it just launches it out. Healing an amount of damage. Uh, that makes it Matisse. Uh, let's go punch the spirit. Okay. Make your attack. Roll those dice. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight successes to hit it. One, two, three, four, five, <clears throat> five successes to absorb. So, so damage you, plus two? Yeah, damage plus two. So, 12, Get over here, die. You're not going away. Three. It certainly is going away. <laughs> it only absorbs two of it. Oh, okay. It takes one. I'm glad I can't glitch on damage. So yeah, you... Bam! And seemingly surprised from the injury it took previously, the spirit just sort of... Hmm? And so it turns back. What are you doing? Oh, no, you didn't. Power bolt. Power bolt? Yep. Alright. Blast it! Six... Uh, let's do a strike. Four seven. Blast yep, you, you uh, cheeky man! Because wait, I can do six yes. three. I can go. Up. Blast you, cheeky six. man! The well, the, the, the spell power adds uh, adds a a, adds dice to your cartoon villain joke to the, the roll, not to the force. It doesn't have to damage. Wait, to what, wait, to to what yes. you roll to cast? Blast oh, you, right. heroes! Okay, so, okay, so it'll be a six, it'll be a six, six power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, six power, but you have three more dice to roll. It. Minus one for stun. Yep. I still okay. feel like this isn't a good idea, but hey, it's fun. Well, if the spirit and the wards are two separate things, <laughs> one, two, and if the spirit three, is gone, we can choose and we can pick and choose the doors we want to break the wards on, and just leave the R and D doors closed. Okay, three. Yeah. Alright. Um, let's see. And as long as the spirit isn't actively trying to bite us when we're trying to break the wards, it shouldn't So, be you sort of focus this, this clear sphere of power, launch, and it... the, the spirit just eats it. No damage? No, it doesn't, look like, it damage. Do doesn't look like it took, took anything. Oh, okay, just... Okay. That makes and it its turn. It's, it's it is going to pulse out another wave. <clears throat> so you can either you can try it, you can spend five points of your initiative to try to dodge it, or you can just try to absorb it. Uh, um, 
Well, here, yeah, I guess. Uh, just, I'll try to absorb it. Okay, Three, roll willpower. See if I roll something this time. Three, four. You take one point of strain. Okay. Don't strain yourself. Fair enough. And when Austin gets back, I'll need him to roll to do something. <clears throat> but that makes it the monkey's turn. Beast man. Beast spirit. Austin, are you going to spend five? Are you going to burn five of your initiative to dodge, or are you going to try to absorb? Uh, I'm going to try to dodge. All right, dodge. I do not have a lot of willpower. You are no dwarf. No. Dwarf another another spike of energy smashes into the, the only people who gain willpower. <laughs> Dwarves have the highest willpower. Five successes. You manage to avoid again and again. Matisse ducks under something that you guys can't see. Uh, you see a bit of blood starting to trickle out of the side of Eon's nose, though. I'm just watching the gymnastics. <laughs> yeah. Um, Duck! Punch the air! Duck! Punch the air! That makes it... first aid roll won't let me be able to help with... Not no, what he's experiencing now, no. So that makes it... Yes, unless you have a stim to heal stun damage. Eon's turn. They don't make those, unfortunately. They do. Um, Just not ones we can get. Because we don't have access to those pharmacies. <clears throat> the only way you can heal stun damage without magic is stims. Um, well, magic can't heal stun damage. Really yeah. Physical form. Yeah, I'll do another power bolt. Okay. Hold the spell. Um, Blast it with magic. Magic blast! Yeah. Four, five, six. Six? Yep. Alright, and as this final sort of like fluorescent blue sphere smashes into it, the tiki cracks, the smile frowns. <laughs> Good. And it just shatters. And you notice the spiraling candy stripe wards fade. Oh, okay. We didn't notice that. No. You start hearing rumbling downstairs, we leave. You're already downstairs. No, from the we bottom. Start hearing floor. rumbling further downstairs. We leave. You're on the bottom floor. No, we're on floor six. No, you had to go down to the bottom floor to fight. They the went to the bottom floor. Oh, well, then you guys weren't watching him dodge things. Uh, I mean, some of them might have gone down with us. I thought they all did. Apparently, they didn't. <clears throat> I was under the impression that we were not on the farm watch floor. Well, we had to go down there to fight the spirit. Mm-hmm. So, anybody who came with us is down there. Gilda's staying with Cadmus. She's still low. All right, you guys don't know. You guys don't know anything has happened. The two of you have defeated the spirit, and at this point, the ape, the ape spirit vanishes. Take another comm and tell these guys the doors should be able to open physically. I believe it would be best to go from the top down, just yes. in case we need to beat the hasty retreat. Yes, so. we'll go, we'll, let's go up. 
we're going to come up and... I'm going to try and start <laughs> cutting open one of these armory doors. I will walk up there. We'll get up there. You don't want to turn, turn the power on? I have doors. I, yeah, well... Is we, they said the actually, yeah. The power... The you, power guys, core, you guys are at the power core. We, we, yeah, the power core's at the bottom. Yeah, but <laughs> you're the guy who turns see? things on. Well, no, but if it's... It might be a switch. I mean, I can, I can hack into some things. Uh, I'll it, walk over to the power it, door and begin pulling it, it open. Strength body. <laughs> it's still a hefty blast door. I'm sure it's a hefty blast door. But I'm not, also roughly as strong as your average forklift. It is no longer magically sealed, however. Let me roll some dice. Eins, five, three, four, five, six, seven. You keep saying these things in German. <laughs> I'm sorry, I speak German, not You managed to cry. It's basically half open. You can't get through, but if you hold it so it doesn't slam shut, someone else can get through. I'll brace it for someone small like a, an elf or a dwarf. Like an elf. Yeah. Yep. I'll, I'll what do I see through it? A uh, console. Well, it's some sort of large machinery. Okay. I guess we're making our way down Yeah, I'm heading my way down. So you slide through. Yeah. Uh, Eon, slide you're, through. You, you slide in, and yeah, you see this large, massive, uh, strange-looking design uh, for a power plant. It looks almost like... So it's got these two, these, like, large, rounded uh, uh, pauldron-like things on either side of it, and then just sort of large, blocky, almost car engine-looking thing in the middle that rises up. There is some emergency lighting, lighting it from beneath with some white, whitish-blue light. Like a 1950s movie? Kind of. Like, <laughs> like it looks like, like, the, like, the 50s, like the 50s version of nuclear power today. Right. Like, you know. Um, okay. And it, it's, it, it's not like a normal blocky generator or anything. It's sort of... It looks almost... Brain like, but not quite. I look at the council. Yeah, and there's, a, there's just a bank of computer. There's just a bank of uh, oh. of of computer things. All of it's powered down. Any any writing on any of this? Yeah, in Turkish. All this Turkish stuff. Probably in Turkey. <laughs> look at this. <laughs> After a while, you guys get down there and get get over to the uh, to the uh, power room. You see. He's there holding open the door. He's got to brace it or it'll slam shut. I step through. How thick are these doors as I'm passing by them? Thicker than you. <laughs> Take me a long time to slice through. If he let go of it, you'd pancake and no one would know. That's how thick. Yeah. All right. uh, step through. I don't have any free arms to grab things to brace it with. <laughs> Somebody else might be able to. Brace it with? Make a perception check. Intuition perception. Gotcha. That I can do. I mean, there's another physical adapter you use to brace it with. But... Uh, while that, while they're searching for things to brace, I'm going to see if That's I can find what looks like a main power bank. A disappointing number of fours. Make me a lo- uh, intuition perception check. Uh, as you begin yeah. looking for something to brace it with, I look down. There is a crowbar in my pack. Or successes, Sorry, I thought you said crowbar in my pants, and I was confused. <laughs> Let's not get into this again. Four successes. Three. I, uh, there's some bits of loose metal lying around, and apparently there's also a crowbar in his pack. Sure, I'll take a couple of 
Happy looking pieces of metal try to brace that out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, several. Ching, 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 ching. Basically, there's just going to be a floor of scrap metal under under. Does the it door. seem sturdy looking? You'd have to let go to find out. Lightly release pressure. You can't lightly release pressure once you give it headway. It goes. It snaps. So you're holding it like right here. Because I'm just uh-huh. continually plopping things up. You let go. I mean, I might not. I might not let go voluntarily at some point. Well, you've got it firmly held right here. Yeah. You can't really pull it any further. Yeah. Just stay there for a few seconds. We'll have it on in a minute. Yeah, but what happens if it powers on and slams shut? Whatever. Because yeah. right um, now he's holding against the passive force of the gears. <laughs> I mean, I pulled it open this far. I could do it again if I had to. I'll step away from the door. All right, I'll... I, I'm assuming there's no one in it. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll get away when I feel like it. You step back. Right. There's the sound of creaking metal. Slam! Right. Kink! Is there even a crack left open? Nope. That metal is gone. Mm -hmm. It has been atomized. And with the force of the slam, it would squish you. Yeah. That's why I stepped away. That's why when I let go, I stepped away. I didn't try any of this nonsense. Let's let it go lightly. Are you on the other side? Yeah, I'm already on the other side. If you ever need a tremendously overpowered hammer and anvil, you know where to go now. Blast doors don't play. I need a tremendously overpowered hammer and anvil. I have a tremendously overpowered hammer and anvil. Um, you do manage to figure out what the starting sequence, though. Looking at the uh, looking at the generator, yes, you could probably get it running. Power on. So yeah, you click, 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 shunk, 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 click, click, shunk. Vroom, 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 And this sort of loud buzzing hum just picks up and keeps going as light, light, all these lights power up. The lights in the hallway. What kind of and you hear this? this? Make a logic hardware roll. I also like to make that roll. Hardware, what's my right hardware? Not tremendous, but I have enough logic to pull this off. And you notice um, something, sort of a high-pitched whine, begins in the astral plane. Four successes. Four successes. Uh, Uh, It is electric, powered by an unknown power source. I talk into uh, my device. Uh, So you know the wearing of the motors and the like that you are getting... From the motors? I am getting this in the astral realm as well. Magic power generators of cars. So these weapons Could you get this magically. door open, please? Yeah, they are going to open this door now. Chink! Vroom! There's, There's a, a flat, flat piece, piece of metal. metal. <laughs> yeah. There's just a flat block of metal. There's <laughs> clang, clang, clang. That clang, might clang. be useful. I pick it up with my metal hand because it's probably incredibly hot from the It is board. very hot, yes. <laughs> It's about the size of a license plate now. Ah, that's beautiful. Basically, it's like a perfectly flat license plate. (laughs) Ooh, 
sure. This was like 20 pounds of metal. It still is. Now it's flat 20 pounds of metal. Yeah. Walk into the room. Uh, look at the motors astrally. I mean, you generator. see uh, electrical humanoid figures swirling around inside it. It's powered by spirits. Spirits. Spirit power. It looks like release those. I'll be happy and go away. Do you know how Shadowrun works, sir? (laughs) Well, I know that spirits don't like being bound. Does this look like something that the spirits would not be happy about? No, they wouldn't. Yes, they would not be happy. Um, you make a make a logic arcana roll. Open all the doors first, and then make make a logic arcana roll. Anyone that knows there are spirits there. Two successes. You also know that if you let them out, they would kill you. Yeah. <laughs> As I go back. So, to clear. Yeah. This is run by enslaved spirits. Yeah. Also, they need to stay slaves. <laughs> because Basically, it's a giant hamster wheel run by rabid lions with magical powers. Uh, to put a poorly worded simile on it, yes. <laughs> I believe that was a metaphor, actually. There was no Lycoraz involved in there. Something. Your language, it is full of idiosyncrasies. Not my language, I'm Swedish. Not my language either. German-Italian. Then why are we all speaking English if even <laughs> none of our languages? <laughs> to be quite frank, it's because it's the language I was taught from birth. So it is your language. I'm Swedish. You are taught a language on birth. That is your language. I'm Swedish. Technically, my language is dead. Technically. Where are you born in Sweden? Let's open all the doors and see what's inside. Born from Swedish ancestry. I walk away. Then you are not Swedish. I I go down the hall and open the door. You guys hear the R&D doors on this floor opening up? I'm... I'm... As soon as you open the door, I'm gonna look at what's inside. No. Yes. Uh, so you see inside um, the first door, you see what looks like an armored suit on a pedestal. Ooh. Don't two overboard without they don't speak to yeah. I say that. I know. Yeah. Because no one was around to teach me it. Does this, by any chance, happen to have armor that looks like a samurai or a medieval knight? No, it looks like modern, like, it looks like a suit of powered armor. Um, it's built off of a human's design. Are we talking powered armor like Space Marine powered armor, or like t- Atlas mech power armor? More or like... Fallout power armor. More like, um, Crytek power armor. Okay. Or Crisis power armor. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, 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 it's got muscular, it mimics human muscular. It's an exosuit. Yeah. I'm not a, not a mech. Exosuit. But it's a fully enclosed... Set of power armor. So basically, it's a big, and set it's of too power tall armor for me. In a glass, and on a pedestal, on it's a like pedestal. floating on a pedestal. I'm gonna look around first off, see if I can read any markings on it, and then look around. I want that suit very much. Uh, so yeah, you see, on. sort of on like the pedestal, it just says Knight Prototype Mark Three. Well, this is that Project Knight we were looking at earlier. This okay. is the most expensive thing that they have in this. Uh, in this warehouse. I want that suit of armor. <laughs> to be aware that it is a prototype? I want to study it. Okay, we can, we can take it back. And is there any documentation or stuff in the room? Oh, there's a couple of bags of computers. Uh, can I see any security in, uh, 
on this. Well, it's hovering in a field of light on a pedestal. Okay, above so a yes, pedestal. obviously, yes. Okay. Um, let me see if I can find a console. Yeah, there's a couple consoles. If I can get into one. Does it, it look like it some blue fell and has been wow. rehovering based on the power coming back on? Potentially, yeah. Like, is there a vacancy of dust underneath it? Yeah. Okay. So it just started refloating. Yeah. Basically. Um, you know, if you want to get it out safely, we could just open up all the doors and turn the power back off. Uh, Once you get your... Yeah. Computer. Well, well, the, do I know if the if the the um no, turning on the power the hard if the the the, the 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 bulkhead uh, on the power door will seal when the power goes out? Probably yes. It probably will. Emergency power seal. Shoot! <laughs> <laughs> well, we turn it off. We grab the suit. Now we I need someone. I need someone to uh, who knows how to turn it off and back on in the power room. That seems like or a lot somebody who knows how to pick up a suit of armor and walk away with it. Yeah, let me pick it up and walk away. Do you want to look at the console? Yeah, we'll look at the console first. Sure. Uh, you find information related to Project Night. Uh, it seems like this was a project, and I'm assuming you're translating from Turkish. Yes, of course. Uh, so basically, uh, it, Project Night, and it looks like the rest of the facility was based was designed around working with Magitech. Mm. And and fabricating bits of Magitech. Um, this none of this was fabricated here. It was fabricated elsewhere and brought here. Um, the um, the suit of armor is designed to be a full body combat suit. Uh, it's designed to human spec, but you figure you could probably modify it if you had that fabricator. Yeah. Um. It's it's Magitech design. Uh, to enhance uh, the user's armor durability, strength, speed, etc., everything. It's power armor. Yeah. It is, uh, by its power armor, run off of magic. Mm-hmm. There's definitely some documents we're going to want. Well, they're reading things. I am taking... And you have, like, a full spec of the previous... Uh, the previous two versions of it had a tendency to go crazy because they were using conjured spirits to power it. This one is hermetic magic? This one is hermetic. This one is hermetically powered, yes. Yeah. Uh, I am taking pictures of everything with my trophy. Yep. Um, can I get security access? Uh, not from here. Okay. Uh, does it have documentation on, like, the re- can I get access to a map of the facility from here? No. Okay. There's not really a map of the facility because it's a straight line down. I. If we don't want to do this without shutting the power down. We're going to need to get to the security offices and find a map and a security console. It doesn't. Make a make a logic hardware check. Logic hardware. Right. Six four two four six zero oh, one. Get back here. There's no two four six zero oh, one. There is. Just one die. Yep. There it is. The time is up and your parole's begun. Ah. One two no, three four. Right. You're welcome. Five six. You actually imagine you don't think this is a alarm pedestal. You think this is a display pedestal. You think this is? They don't expect anyone to get. They didn't expect anyone to get down here or through the doors. Yeah, yeah they've already got all the guards. Yeah. Like all the security was above. Yeah. <laughs> all and the security was destroyed by missiles. Yeah, all the security was destroyed by the world ending. Uh, big man, grab the suit. I walk over and pick it up. It's heavy. Are you? <laughs> Heavier than it looks? Yeah. This is not as light as it looks. Well, it's hermetically enhanced magic and probably highly 
dense material for supreme armor capabilities. I imagine it gets a lot lighter when you're wearing it. How does it look astrally? Um, it is brimming. So where all the other magic you've seen thus far has been sort of very flowy and weird and naturely, uh-huh. this one has hard lines. hard lines and edges, magical conduits running up from each digit connecting at the at the wrist, going up to the shoulder, connecting down to a central point on both hands and feet. And it's just sort of like all the extremities connect back to a central core of magic in the middle of it. So basically okay. it looks kind of Tron-like. Kind of. Magitron. And it's blue. Okay. Um, it's designed for a human. You imagine the elves might be able to fit into it? Yes, the two elves. The two most likely to use power armor in this <clears throat> Least likely, yes, but... It's very heavy. You probably couldn't carry it up the ladder. Ah, well, if we're going to get this suit out of here, someone needs to wear it out. Well, thankfully, I don't have to go up the ladder, but still. You probably, like, you're, you're, you're barely holding it up with one hand. I, I look over. It's, it weighs as much as you. <laughs> Mr. Montauk, you, would you like to, uh, I open up the back of it for him to step in. Yeah, so you, you sort of stand it up. It stands up on its own. Um, there's not really a catch to open it. It's made open by magic. You just walk into it. You want to examine it? Yeah, I mean... A hardware roll. Have a hardware roll. Yep. Well, Cassie, you may get a whole lot more combat effectiveness in a minute. Three I imagine I'm probably going to be the only one be able, being able to use it, sort of um, translating the. You walk over. You, you walk over, and there's actually a series of like, like along the ribs, of like switches and toggles, and mm. you just gonna, you go, and then as you do that, the back. And the whole thing basically cracks in half and opens up so that you could put your arms straight out into the arms and step into it. I'll... Why not? Looks like fun. Alright. So you walk in, step into it, reach down, your fingers go... It's a little snug, but you can fit into it. Mm-hmm. And you grip with the hands, and that motion causes it to... And your arms get pulled out to the sides and click. And you've got free range of motion. It doesn't even feel like you're wearing anything. Do I have, like, what's it look like looking through this thing? Or there's, there's, no, there's no helmet. It's just a thing. You, you see, you sort of look over and you see that there is actually a helmet, like, on another display pedestal further down the room. I reach over and grab the helmet. Is it almost like, does it feel like a lead brick in my hands? It's heavy, but it's not that heavy. Okay, yeah. Here. Surprisingly unrestrictive. I'll. You reach out, grab it, light as a feather. Well, obviously, light as a feather now. Yeah. <laughs> Helm it up. You get a. You get. You. It. You get like sort of a readout. Uh, uh, Project Knight Mark Three power suit. Uh, uh, booting up primary systems. I'm guessing sort of it's like all getting, in Turkish. Yeah, you're getting. Yeah, it's all in Turkish. Yeah. You're getting sort of a readout. And then off to the left, you sort of get suit integrity, 95%. Uh, recommend, recommend maintenance, da 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 A couple of warning things, and then it all just sort of goes away, and you get in Turkish, Welcome, pilot, to Night Mark III power, powered exosuit. And then it suddenly it, it starts going through instructions. And you're sort of reading it and figuring power it out. Power armor tutorial. 
Basically, yeah. All so, right. so long as you're wearing the power suit, you have an effective armor of 15. I'm gonna start writing down these stats. I need a pencil. Pencil. Uh, where do I already have? There, I already have it. So, the effective armor of the power suit, so long as it's fully sealed, is 15. It is, uh, it is radiation protected. And uh, and element and uh, and uh, elemental elementally protected, so it's like a gas mask. It's a gas mask, radiation suit, etc. All in once, all in one fire suit, all in one. Your strength is set at six. Your agility is set at five. Um, that's a flat improvement across the board for me. <laughs> Uh, and it has onboard. It has onboard uh, systems that in, that give you a plus three dice boost to the to the athletics skill group. So all of the skills in the athletics skill groups: gymnastics, running, and swimming. You get a plus three bonus too. Okay. How does swimming in that thing work? I, I mean, don't know. It's you have to try. Sealed. So yeah, it's a sealed suit. Even if it is ridiculously heavy. And yeah, so you, you you hear the gaskets going, and then a message going, pressurized, suit pressurized. Hmm. You are now basically existing on the internal oxygen supply of the suit. Um, I'm in a space suit now, sweet. And that's it. Well, well uh, punching somebody with a metal fist, what does that do? Is that just an unarmed strike, or is it It's action? an unarmed strike, but it, it, it uses the suit's strength. Okay. Which is six. You can step in occasionally. It's also lethal, as opposed to bruising, but... Yeah. That's or stun. Lethal as opposed to stun. Sorry. Because normally, normally punching somebody is stun, unless you have killer hands, in which case it's, it's physical damage. Um, so it's physical damage for that. So yeah, you're sealed in the suit. And as Cassio sort of looks around the suit and gets used to it, and uh, you, you sort of see another thing, it goes... Deet, 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 deet. Searching for samurai attachment. No attachment found. And as you ponder what that means... Searching for samurai attachment. We will end for the night. We'll get to attach to that suit. Um... We have been Final Show Films. We produce a wide variety of content every day of the week. You can check us out our website at finalshowfilms.com. You can also check us out on our Patreon page at patreon.com slash fsfilms. If you'd like to support us financially, you can do so there. Thank you to all of our Patreon supporters, especially our $25 tier supporters, Chris Comfort, Antitonic, and Cat Waterflame. Um... Thank you to everybody watching on Twitch. You can support us on Twitch as well. We are Twitch affiliates, which means that uh, you can uh, subscribe to us up top, uh, and we will get an amount of money from that. You can also throw bits our way, and if you tell other people that, uh, other people that hey, come follow this channel, once we hit 500 followers on the Twitch channel, we can become Twitch partners, which means we get a larger percentage of the donations you guys give us from both bits and from our subscriptions. So uh, if you like our stuff... Tell people to follow us. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, be sure to like, comment, and subscribe below. And let us know what you think. We appreciate all of our comments and all of our viewers on YouTube. We just recently hit 200, 200 subscribers on YouTube. So, yay. Um, and in celebration of three years of Final Show Films, next weekend we are doing a 24-hour stream. You're going to see Let's Play with Final Show Films featuring Overwatch, The Elder Scrolls Online, and um, Cards Against Humanity. 
you are going to see a one-shot using the recently released Critical Role campaign guide for the for the campaign setting of Taldore. Those of you that are watching that are also Critical Role fans. Um, you're going to see a live magic draft from this table. Um, and you're going to see me slowly lose my mind over the course of 24 hours as I exist from beginning to end of the 24-hour stream as is tradition. Also our regular episode of Changeling. Also our regular episode of Changeling, which is going to be in sort of in the middle of it. Uh, so come check us out. We appreciate uh, It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we're celebrating three, three whole years of active Twitch streaming, uh, YouTube, YouTube video publishing, podcasting, the whole bit. Uh, it's been a, it's been a wild ride, and we hope we continue to improve as we have. Uh, these milestones are all fun. So, thanks for watching. Uh, also, thank you to the folks over at 411mania.com. Uh, 411mania.com is a geek culture website that produces a wide variety of content about wrestling, MMA, entertainment, movies, music, and gaming, including all of our final show film stuff. So, uh, we like we appreciate them. Go check out their stuff so you appreciate them as well. And we'll see you all next time. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye. Farewell. Goodbye. Now I have to do a thing. <laughs> I forgot we were on a podcast for a minute. You felt you're about to clap the podcast out. I was about out. to clap the podcast out. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <Way> to fly. <laughs>